0: Dandan Brave, you taught us so much. You behave with a grandfather's touch. We podcast now in the main. Your ideas won't die in vain. Presenting Dan Brave. Presenting Dan and Brave Presents. Presented by Brandon and Dave. And now Danny too. Do you have O-Enter oh, music for a film? Wendy? Yes, Lisa. Yes, Lisa. Is the
1: water warm enough?
0: Yes.
2: Okay, computer. Okay, computer.
0: Okay. All right. Okay, we got it. Okay. All right. Okay, Okay, computer. computer. Okay, we're here, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. We agreed to show up for this. (laughs)
2: Let's just do the rankings and get
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> rankings and out. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to get out of here. <laughs> songs are good. Some songs are bad. Let's get out. <laughs> so we're finally here. Albums are back, baby.
2: What album's number is this?
0: Number.
3: Let's see. We, we did bad. bad. Okay. We Hold covered on. True Blue. Hon,
0: let me um uh, bring up my OK calculator. <laughs> 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 Bad's a two-parter. How, how no, do we? How do rank one? Yeah. Do we one? <laughs> so one, True Blue. True Blue. True Blue. Madonna. Nylon curtain. Nylon curtain. Nylon curtain. True Blue. Control. 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 Rhythm, Nation. Rhythm Nation. Rhythm Nation. So This is number, and, uh, this is number no, seven. And no, no, no. And George Michael. Oh, oh Faith. and Faith. Faith. Wow. So this so is, Faith. is number seven. 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 Yeah. Wow. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. We're
3: we're, uh, we're <laughs> not well, so, we're not so <laughs> plummy. Forget <laughs> these bums are really <laughs> really uh, turn shit around.
2: This is like when a bum like buys a suit at Goodwill to go for a job interview. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Sorry, bum is not a good term.
3: Magabond. <laughs> for the albums, we're here. Dana Bray presents season two, 90s music. It sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we had to go to the underground. Kind of.
2: Yeah, I was gonna go. Oh, by the way, this is your bummed out brand.
3: Yeah, this is super bummed out, Danny.
0: <laughs> Davis the whole time. <laughs> no, it's, it's Dave.
2: Uh, yeah, so I won with the Rhythm Nation draft. I, I had a lot of inner turmoil over what to pick. Um, it was my first win for albums. Mm-hmm. Um, there are not a lot of '90s albums that aren't in the vein of this that I love. Right. That are also aren't hip hop, and I didn't really want to do hip hop just because. I didn't know how that would go over um, in terms of musical variants. Uh, That's right. why I wanted to go this route.
0: Fair. Yeah. I think hip-hop at this point, awesome vibe, awesome textures, great lyrics. Maybe not a lot of musical changes within the songs.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love it. It's just probably not the best for this kind of show.
0: We'll get there maybe in a later era. Yes.
3: I was also
2: thinking like D'Angelo or something like that, but I, I right. think that would be the same level of... Um, tone, but maybe yeah, maybe we would just be into it more. But I don't know, we'll find out. We'll yeah. see what happens.
0: I'm gonna turn you up a little bit more.
2: Turn me up in those headphones. Where are you two? Uh this is not you two. This is Radiohead. Head. <laughs> uh, what?
0: Uh, which what you two? Uh yeah.
2: Sorry. Yeah, I'll get up in there a
0: little there bit. There you go. More. I think you see yeah, you're good now. Yeah.
2: So um <coughs> yeah, so we're here, we're doing Radiohead. We're doing OK Computer. This came out in nineteen ninety seven. June of June of June sixteenth.
3: Um Um thir- It's the
0: album sorry it's yeah
3: no i'm just gonna list some facts i mean I, 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 you, I, you got
0: it no you got the fact fact corner um third the third album, yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, no you got
3: it go ahead go, go ahead no 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 no, no, no yeah, go ahead uh, it's their third album <laughs> um that, that, that's it that's all i got there's more stuff here but there's you, yeah
0: we, third yeah. album um fun fact they recorded this mainly in uh like a, a castle or no a mansion that Jane Seymour owned hmm. Hmm. that was mainly being used for private events at that point. But a very ancient uh, mansion. They they got out of the regular studio, went to this mansion, uh, had complete control of the content, self-produced mm-hmm. for the first time. Uh, their former engineer, Nigel Godrich, right? they actually got him to do production too. He got like, kind of upgraded, promoted to productions, co-producing this album. And they also had no time limit to right. put this album out. Yeah. Um, Free to experiment.
3: St. Catherine's Court. St. Catherine's Court. That's Saint the name Canthar's of the, uh, the mansion, I think. Yes. Um, the, there's only, we'll get to it, uh, there's only one song that was recorded before they recorded the rest mm-hmm. of uh, yeah, of the other songs. So right. It's that's Lucky, right? It's Lucky, yeah. yeah. Lucky yeah. in 95, and everything else in 96, 97. Yeah. This is more stuff we can kind of talk about as we go. Yeah. The title,
2: um, OK Computer, comes yeah. from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, also right. does Paranoid um, Android, uh, that that phrase. Uh-huh. Um, what else could we say before? Um, they were very prolific during this time in terms of just their writing. Uh, if you listen to the special edition, there are a whole bunch of bonus tracks Mm-hmm.
3: Um, that they recorded, right? That came out last year, yeah, 2017. Some of those the 20 songs,
2: year anniversary. Some yeah. of those songs have been circulating for a bit. Some of them only in bootleg form. Um, also, even some songs that appeared on later albums, like in Rainbows, uh-huh. were written in this time. So they were just at the peak of their uh, productivity. Yeah, <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> five singles on the album. Five were released as singles, which um, you know we'll, we'll say that as we go. Um, despite lowered sales estimates by EMI, who deemed the record uncommercial and difficult to market, it reached number one on the UK Albums Chart and debuted at number twenty-one on the Billboard 200. Mm. Uh, it's their highest album entry on the US charts at the time. Cool. At the, at the time, right. right? Um, widespread critical acclaim. Um, you know, for people that that don't, you want to start? Do you want to talk about that kind of stuff? I mean, like historically, can, I do mean, you want to go like,
0: to? We can do that at the end, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But I read somewhere, this to kind of sum it up. Yeah, I read somewhere that this is like the one of the most critically acclaimed albums from the start. Like once it was released, mm-hmm. it was like met with like huge critic plays, like almost universally, and uh it was like the first since sergeant peppers i read somewhere mm-hmm. yeah it it's on it's like this beloved from the it's on a
3: several greatest album of all time lists right, yeah. like, right. like, like that's so brandon i mean that's right. i mean i'm sure that that's a part of why you wanted to to do this one it's i mean it's an important like, album yeah. it's you yeah. know
2: it's um yeah it was very influential but also uh which i think we can maybe talk about at the end uh interesting to see where it sits in dave and i's radiohead right. rankings we
0: got to talk about this so right. brandon and i very big Radiohead fans, yeah. love. I actually have never heard their first album Pablo Honey, but that's kind of like always thought of as their. It's they didn't find their sound yet. They were just a early a young band. Just, mm-hmm. They got a, a recording contract. They had a pretty big single with Creep, and they were kind of thought they're probably a fluke. They have they like a one song band, and then they, no they keep getting better and better with each album, or keep getting more interesting. And now they're like still a premier band. You know, twenty five years later, um,
3: yeah, they followed up with the Bends, right? The that's Bends, the, that's the second album, yeah,
0: which was like no, not a sophomore slump, Mm-mm, a right. sloth a, a sophomore Trump, because it yeah, was great, it was great, <laughs> <laughs> like all things Trump. <laughs> uh, it's on the hats. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Danny, yeah, this is what we you should you should talk about this. You're not really familiar with them at all, right? So. I was.
3: I understand why Brandon would would do this album because Wait, I never be,
0: said. But me and Brandon loved them. Yeah, we and we were right. big fans. We've seen, We've them, seen them live twice. Right. Um, you know, especially their more recent albums, we were, we're super into. So anyway, we're big fans.
3: So the, yeah, so that is why I wasn't immediately like, oh, come on, why do we have to do fucking do this shit? I don't want to do this. Like I was like that's why I wasn't difficult because I have heard you guys and other people that i'm close with that are big music people just rave about this band talk about this band constantly i remember like when i first went to college and rainbows coming out something everybody was talking about and i was you know i was still listening to like like a lot of terrible stupid r&b and rap music uh, uh, at the time and i wasn't really um venturing outside of my comfort zone at all that's been more of a, as we've said on the pod before, been more of a recent thing within the last few years, like listening to women. Yeah, know. like.
0: Women, <laughs> um, general, women speak in general. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs>
3: women and pickles. Uh, really right. broadening horizons. I really, <laughs> I really made a conscious effort to not be a dickhead anymore and then <laughs> listen to a broad. You know, I feel like I can't really. Don't call them broads, please. They're women. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, feel so like a I, long way I to go. I can't call myself, you know, a. Um, Feminist. I don't or... I, I, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no i'm i'm it. sorry i'm sorry a music fan without venturing into these sorts of things that's that's the way yeah, i feel yeah. and that's why I, I was very open to this um and you know we, we've talked about the different albums that have come out in the 90s all of us really had a tough time deciding you know w- once we once the rhythmation episode was over what we were gonna do next brandon decided to go in in this direction um <laughs> which I, I, I didn't know i didn't know i was just like okay i mean i, I don't know i've I think I've only heard creep before. um I think one song of this album I was pretty familiar with that is it. It is literally my only exposure to the band radiohead i have never listened to to anything else uh-huh. um I've heard before that like I, I, when you said okay computer, I'm like, oh yeah that's like, a big album, right That was like a, I know this is like a big album. Right, yeah, didn't know why um still don't know why no <laughs> <laughs> no it will it, you know we'll obviously get into that kind of stuff, but um. I'm excited for you guys to hear my takes. I'm yes. excited to hear your guys' takes. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. The cool thing about this is that uh, we said that when we were listening to the so we did, when we did the Nylon Curtain albums, that was also kind of like a little bit off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. We still a, a popular artist, but it's not a really well known like hit after hit album. Right. Every other every other album we we've, we've done on this uh, series has been like a very huge album for that artist. Right. Um, So yeah, this is a huge album for Radiohead and it's still actually a pretty big, it's a huge album. It's actually not, it's not, but it's not in the pop field. Like this is definitely not in the pop field at all. Right. Um, Which is cool. And we, we kind of said during the board bills that we are just more interested in eighties pop music in general. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to nineties, that's when you kind of like go into the different, like hip hop, some alternative stuff. It, it yeah, tapers off a little bit. Yeah. Um. So this is cool. It's a great experiment. Yeah. No. I'm great experiment. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm happy we're doing this because I, I know we obviously all share the love for you know the '80s pop music and you right. know some, you know some of the, more lately some of the '90s stuff music we've been talking about, but. I know this is an area that you guys have been really into that I haven't explored, so I'm excited to kind of join you. Yeah, we haven't yeah, really you know, explored would, on the podcast. Yeah, this. exactly. Because we could have done yeah. dangerous
2: and been fine, right? But it would have just kind of been us gushing right. over Michael the whole time. And because yeah, yeah, you,
3: no, you guys already have a pretty good understanding of things I like that you're not that super into. It's uh, it's honestly less interesting <laughs> if we were to go in that direction on the show. I'm not even sure what that would be. That would be like That'd maybe be like the, the f- fourth
2: member of like. Like uh, O
3: Town, like right. It would be albums. that. It would be probably some like EDM <laughs> stuff that I know you guys don't like. Yeah. That's probably the only area that's like really only me. Yeah. Not you guys. Yeah. So there's that. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Hey, I if you
2: want to do a 4tet album, we
0: can. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. But before so before we even do our track listing, um. Oh, and also my my other exposure to okay, Radiohead go ahead. just
3: really quickly. Um, is from an episode of South Park, like way early on. Like I oh, want to say, it. It. they were on it. it was like late '90s, probably early 2000s, probably but, uh, maybe a few years after this era. It's it's revolving around the character of Scott Tennerman. Right. right. He's a big Radiohead fan. Yeah. So that's really one of my only exposures to Radiohead is that whole episode them making fun of Scott Tennerman, and how much he loves Radiohead. Right. But yeah. it sounds like a lot of people are like that. But yeah. But <laughs> like, the
0: band themselves were on the episode, I think.
3: Were I, they? I think they were. I think
0: they were. I think part of it was also making fun of, yeah, making fun of people that are, you know, so in the music. Yeah. But what was like? There wasn't there a twist to it too? I haven't seen it in I forget, in so long. but I know Radiohead. The vibe I
3: got is that Basso and Trey Parker not into Radiohead.
0: I don't know if it's necessarily true. Maybe they are and they were making fun of that. Yeah, like, I think they were making fun of the fans more than the band. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. Which seems like a very South Park thing yeah, to do. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were on. Yeah, they were on it. They were okay, on the show, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, also you've heard them on Westworld, but it was instrumental. Right. And um if you did you see Romeo and Juliet? Years ago, but so yes. yeah. So that's where one of the songs is
3: from. Right. And yeah. also I, I did read that, yeah.
0: Do you know the Gasolina Tom York meme? No. <laughs> okay. There's a meme of like uh Tom York sorry, like Radiohead performing, like live. Yeah. And someone just puts the song Gasolina over it instead of a Radiohead song, and this is Tom York like dancing insanely. And like singing, and it sounds like he's singing "Gasolina," but it, his dance moves
3: are like perfectly so in sync with "Gasolina." That's another thing I'm familiar with. I've seen like the um, the movement performance of Radiohead on Saturday Night Live before, and I've seen what Tom York does. Like, <laughs> and so that was made it even more like I, I have to know what this is about. Like, this is, this is nuts. Like, like what he's doing, like just the movements. Right. And there's an SNL sketch where Fred Armisen does that, and it's so so funny. <laughs> Fred Armisen does Tom yes, York. Yes. And, it, and it's for um. It's when Michael Bublé's on his musical guest, and it's like a Michael Bublé duets album. <laughs> and he, one of the duets he does is with Fred Armisen. Yeah, it's I Tom this. York, and he's just like just convulsing, convulsing and shaking. Yeah. It's so funny. So that's my <laughs> other exposure. Gotta um, say too, them live like is is it's an experience. Yeah. like they're, they. That's what I wanted to say too. Yeah, they're, great
0: live fans. In fact, we saw like I think post the King of Limbs tour. Sorry, or, or on the King of Limbs tour. And that album, I was a little cold on, but when I saw them perform those songs live, I was immediately hooked to that album. Like it kind of like yeah. reframed the way I looked at that those songs, um, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, that that
3: was a Bonnaroo I didn't go with you guys, but you, for years you'd raved about that Radiohead show. and great. that was another part of why I'm like, oh, yeah, ha- I and have and, to know what this is we about. And when we went yeah. to Chicago and saw them,
0: we saw right. them and, after yeah,
3: uh, the in Rainbow's tour. So yes, yeah, great, two great tours.
0: Okay, cool, that's Let's, that's uh,
3: settled, but. Do you want um, to talk about the band a little bit, like the members? I mean, how much into detail? Oh uh, any- yeah, we can
0: say very. I mean, they've had the same members their okay. whole life, their <laughs> whole life <laughs> as a band. Uh, we have Tommy York, mm-hmm. lead singer, he main lyricist, main, ly- okay, lyricist, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guitar, guitar, piano, um, a lot of acoustic guitar on this album, right? Yep. Um, Johnny Greenwood, uh, primarily the lead guitar player, but uh.
3: A lot of co-writing, right? A lot of there? co-writing. Yeah.
0: I mean, all their songs are listed as written by Radiohead. Right. This is okay. where
2: Johnny really starts getting into experimenting with gear and stuff. He yeah. puts the Mellotron on a couple uh, spots. Um, he gets starts getting into the modular synths. Mm-hmm. And then you know later on he does. I mean he does all the orchestrations, right, and, and stuff like that. He started
0: off like when they were just straight up a guitar band. He started off as the lead guitar player. His role shifts a lot. He also did like in you said the orchestration. He's he's now doing a lot of scores. Cool. Yeah. Um, Phantom thread. Uh yeah. There Will Be Blood. This stuff is amazing. So the that creeps into creeps. <laughs> creeps into Radiohead's sound starting now. Yeah. Uh and the other members. Uh so we have Ed O'Brien who's an awesome guitar player primarily. Uh I think he really only does guitar on this album. Later on he does more electronic stuff too. And also
2: he um his harmonies sometimes he, Tom, sometimes Tom does his own harmonies, sometimes Ed does.
0: He does a lot of low. His voice is a little lower. He does a lot of harmonies on these albums. Okay, well, and live he, he's yeah, doing a lot, but of but really great.
2: Well, sometimes he does that like the high stuff, like on in
0: rainbows. Yes, but primarily but, it's a lower yeah. voice. Um, and, and then
2: oh, and then Johnny's brother Colin, Colin, Colin Greenwood. Greenwood on bass. Okay, um, which we'll talk about. <clears throat> it starts really showing here later in life, realizing how pivotal he is to the sound of the band, the his the yeah. bass lines in in Radiohead especially later on. It mm-hmm. really does start here, but he is amazing. Yeah. Like, he's not like a, you know, all due respect to some bass players that have their role where, you know, they just kind of stay and do their thing. Like, like Adam, Halen. Adam Clayton. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of Which, like, keeping it very just steady. keeping it steady. Yeah. Like, he's doing his own thing mm-hmm. and it's, that's awesome. Very cool. And then drums, uh Phil Selway. Phil Selway. Yeah, Does. This- Great drummer. We're
3: going to talk about it. Some of the drums. Very, I'm obsessed a, with some of the drums. A very musical drummer yeah. and
2: also yeah. a great songwriter. He has a, some, a solo album that's really good.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I think he's, we'll talk about it, but I think he's kind of overlooked in the grand scheme of like rock drummers. Like, yeah. what the f- he's never talked about. No. It's, right. It's the, so mainly Tom York and right. and Johnny, Johnny Greenwood are the two guys that like yeah. get a lot of acclaim from his band, but they're all very essential. But they're very they work together so well. Yes. Even yeah.
2: later on when they go into the more electronic vibe, they all find their spot and they yes. find their place and they're cool with it and that's why they've had so much success. Right. Is that the egos are tamed and they're able to just do their thing.
3: Right. Okay, so they're all British, right? They're, they're all, all Brits. All from, Brit-ish all from the UK. Related Dude, to they... Scottish.
0: <laughs> I think they all went to Cambridge. Is that right? Or Oxford? It's Oxford, or Cambridge,
3: or something. Whatever. Like that. They met in, in school. They met. They met in college. Okay.
0: And I think I know John and like a a few years younger than them. Like yeah. the rest
3: of them. Was this album your guys' entry to this band? Uh, like, no, listen, it's but, not. Like I mean, I mean, we were pretty young. It was '97. So
0: my first entry into this band was like was was 2003. Hell, hell, of thief? hell of the thief. Hell to the thief. Hell to the thief.
3: You listened to it at the time.
0: Yeah, I my brother and I were getting into that album at the same time. Okay. Uh, I forget why there was like this Windows Media Player like radio that would be like it, it was like a this app that we had on our computers. Okay. That would like show different videos. Yeah. Almost like a Pandora station, okay. but yeah, for videos. Yeah, yeah. And um, there there by Radiohead came on and we were like, so into that song. Mm-hmm. That was my gateway, so I listened to that album when it, pretty much a, about a year after it came out. It was okay. like our freshman year of high school. It came out in two, 2003. Mm-hmm. So around that time, I was super into that album. And then maybe like a few years later, somewhere in high school, I started to go back to our stuff. I think Oka Computer was the second album I did here by them. Okay. Yeah.
3: Is that you high school, Brandon? Is that you too, eighth grade?
2: Yeah, but I also um, I was aware of them. Um, uh, if you guys remember, Andrew... Gallagher that was in band for like mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. was really into Radiohead. He would always play this stuff. Yeah. And so I knew that they were a band that like cool kids like. Um, and so I was aware of Android and all that stuff, but it wasn't until um, my dad Found a bunch of CDs in a car that he took home because he works at a dealership. So he would just take home rental, like the cars from the dealership. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch of CDs in there. And one was a a British compilation series okay. called The Album. And it was like two discs. Oh, it had. Wow. Um, that sounds
0: like um, what we're due here on this show. The albums, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, it had like uh, Daft Punk and Stereophonic Zero 07, like all these like sick electronic, cool. like Brit pop bands. Yeah. Daft the...
0: Punk Brits.
2: Yeah. Not. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. French. Whatever. Um, it's all the
3: same, according to Brandon.
2: <laughs> you heard it here. Um, the first track on that was "Everything in Its Right Place," uh, from Kid yeah. A, and I was like, "Holy shit, what is this?" So actually, that was my first time where I was like, "Wait, I need to go back and listen to this band." Yeah. So that was probably sophomore year of high school, and then I mm. went and rediscovered this album.
0: Right. Cool. All right. And you already said your shit. So, um <laughs> yeah. But um, before we we so let's talk about the track listing before. We even go into the songs. Um, I want to have some do some predictions for Danny. Yeah, okay. Um, so, the track listen, there's 12 songs. Uh, let's just fire them off here. What do you got? Airbag, Paranoid Android, Subterranean Homesick Blues,
2: <laughs> Alien, Good Joke, Alien, Bobby D, Exit Music for a Film,
0: Let Down,
3: I Was Let Down,
2: Karma, Please,
0: Fitter, Happier,
2: Electioneering.
0: Um, what's that for that?
2: Climbing up the walls. Climbing up the walls. No surprises. Lucky. The tourist. The tourist. Oh, we should probably also say... What? I'm really bad at naming things. And my first band in college, uh, I called The Tourist uh, after this song. Because it was an obscure song.
3: It was actually named for kind of, the song. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah it yeah. was actually named cool. for this song. Cool, okay. Because we all liked Radiohead. In high school, Connor Effenberger tried to help me name a band, and we were naming it after Of Montreal Songs. And none of them work because they were too weird.
0: Hey, um, now that's funny because Radiohead named themselves after a Talking Head song. Yep. Okay. That sounds nothing like Radiohead. Right. <laughs> it's like a mariachi type of like song. Yeah. It's really but cool. But
2: so the Taurus was uh, the, and then uh, you know there were like forty other bands called the Taurus. So anyway, so uh, I guess we're gonna guess what we think
0: Danny likes, right? And what he doesn't well, like. You said to me there's like five songs you really like. You should say like the different. Like categories of songs. You want me to do that now? Like, give us a number. How, like, what, like, the songs you really liked, songs that you thought were pretty cool, and songs that you didn't really get into. Right. But do it. Yeah. Say, do that.
3: All right, hang on. Let me scroll down.
0: Okay. Give us the numbers. So, Radiohead songs. Songs that you really liked. The numbers. If any.
3: Five. Okay. Yeah. I'd say I really liked five. Okay. Um,
0: Songs that you still- don't.
3: Different levels of right. like, but those I really like, I'd say
0: I liked the next tier a little bit below. I liked four. Okay. So that three goes or four. to nine songs. That means there's three left over that you just didn't really care about.
3: Yeah. Okay. But, but, like, but it's not a hatred. It is right. Right, right, right. It isn't. It's not like, fuck this. This is, this is stupid. It's just like never going to return to it. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like it. All right. So, Mike, should we just do all of them? To be fair.
3: I
2: don't think we should do all of them. I did
0: give David Tease. Yeah, I know
3: one. Admit to Brandon what I did.
0: Okay. So, he really liked electioneering.
3: Okay. Took a video of me (laughs) before we went out of shotgun to beer to electioneering. Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: that's one of them. I'm going to, I'll say two. Let's do
2: two in each. Yeah, two in each. Okay. I think he disliked climbing up the walls. And um, and the tourist. I think you like no surprises in karma police and I think you really like paranoid Android and electioneering. Well, I guess you already said that so it doesn't count. Paranoid Android and letdown.
0: Okay. Um, I think you don't really care about letdown and climbing up the walls. I think you like you like lucky and the tourist. I think you really like Paranoid Android and Karma Police. Okay. That's that, That's my guess. All right, fair enough. And then Brandon leaves for the show.
3: Don't say anything. Don't you, even you do say anything. Don't okay. reveal okay. anything. Okay,
0: okay. Um, okay.
2: There is one more thing I want to say before we get into the, um, before we start listening um what we do on the albums is when we rank the songs we nominate the next album that we are going to do uh-huh. and we, i guess now is the time where we're going to have to reveal that season three.
0: Oh, oh we're going back to the 70s we're going guys. to
3: the 70s back to the 70s baby you thought we were going forward into the 2000s <laughs> no. fuck that no we're going back maybe later going back maybe, in
0: time i mean no we
3: will we will yeah. we we'll will do.
2: um but are we going to go to the 50s before we go to the 2000s? We'll see.
3: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't That's going to be a like tough a tough time. It's the most obscure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, um, Dude,
0: pilot pilots, I love Lucy. could be fun. I, yeah, sure. I got to say- this problematic. Talk about it. Yeah, I, um, talk about it. I
2: had a lot of anxiety over picking this album, obviously, because of the, the subject matter and all that, whatever. Yeah. I am very confident in my rankings, even if I get shit awesome. from people- I'd made a ranking before re-listening as Uh of what my memory of... If I were to listen to this song in order of how much I enjoy the songs, this is what it is. Okay. Then after listening to it for the podcast you know, a bunch of times throughout the last couple weeks, I made another ranking, and it did not change very much. My one, two, and three changed a little bit, but we'll talk about what happened. And um, so I just want to say, I am not rigging this for... (laughs) Okay. Okay. I, um, and also, be, uh, another thing I want to say when it comes to the nominations, uh-huh. unlike Hump Report, where when we nominate something, we shouldn't have the same scene. I think if two people nominate the same album, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, of course it doesn't. Then we're just going to cover it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. A, a, yeah. At some point. so um, I just want to put. that But yeah, point. we are nominating a nominating a seventies album. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So let's get into let's it. Get into oh, it. Uh,
0: um, my classic. Oh, oh um, hold on. <laughs> uh, do you want to say just touch on the album cover real quick? Oh, um, yes. I can't describe it. It's really weird and interesting. But the thing that uh, strikes me about the album is that it's like blue, like electric blue and gray silvery. Those are the two like main shades in it. And every time I hear any song on this album, I just think of blue and silver and gray. Interesting. So it, like some albums, I don't have that kind of association Connection. when I'm hearing the songs. For this album, the whole album sounds like blue and gray to me. You're having temporary synesthesia.
2: Right. And it's Stanley. It's influ- Don- I mean, it's influenced by the album yeah. the cover, but uh, Stanley Donwood is the artist that does, design. right?
0: And I think uh, under an alias, Tom Merck does stuff with him,
2: right? An alien
0: uh, under an alien. And
2: also, you said blue, blue electric, blue. I did. I think you did.
0: Blue, blue electric, blue. Did wow. you say that? I think I, th- it- I might have accidentally. I think you did. Cool. Is that another song? That's, that's a Bowie, David Bowie reference. Bowie? Blue, blue electric, blue. I the color of my moon. <laughs> <laughs> sound alright um,
2: <laughs> right, for Gram 70s wow yep, 1977 uh, uh, uh. ooh stumpy and dumpy <laughs> wow alright you guys ready
0: let's do it I'm really into it
2: put on your seatbelt <laughs> and make sure that your light is on for your airbag
0: okay computer and oh I nominated a song I sorry I drafted a song yeah okay. Okay. this is
3: Dave's pick Go ahead, dude. Okay,
0: airbag, stringy opening. Uh, this is this is a uh, Greenwood on guitar. Yes, it is. Plus, real strings too, right? Yeah, but
2: that's it's through a Marshall. No, not right here. It's a Marshall uh, distortion amp. It could be doubled with a cello, but right. it's mostly the guitar there with that Marshall. Amp.
0: Um. Now, the cool thing about the song, the bass stalls and starts. No bass yet, uh, and you'll hear it when right it here. comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately, what I said about Colin. Like, yeah. Reggae, baby. He's doing
2: his own thing. It's reggae. Also, uh, the drums are sampled. Phil Selway, they wanted to find a groove. They were uh-huh. very influenced by DJ Shadow, who was a big uh, yeah. uh, electronic Read uh, a lot about this. yeah. And so this is sequenced through a sampler um, to get that that static sound. Yeah. Um, and again, yes. that, that riff, that opening riff, mm-hmm. the whole time from when it starts into when Tom starts singing is one long riff. It doesn't repeat. It has motifs that it goes in and out of, yeah. which is a very classical thing. It's just one of the longest riffs I could think of that yeah. is front to back, just a whole idea.
0: Yep. Um, there's a rhythm guitar you can hear, it, especially during this part, mm-hmm. that kind of sounds like DJ scraping a turntable, that influence of DJ's of Shadow, but... I'm glad that they don't have actual turntable samples. Yeah, because that would really fucking um, it would date this date the shit like out of this crazy. Thing. And it's supposed to be a futuristic sounding album, and it would sound like 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely Johnny Greenwood guitar counter melody kind of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think, Danny?
3: Okay, so you you nailed my main thought. With I was gonna wait till the end of the album to say this. I, I need to say this now soon as this album starts and throughout most of it like if you were to play this album for me and ask me when it came out i would never say 1997 right no way this this sounds so much more current and that was like one of the first things that stood out it was really impressive to me about this whole thing and this song is just like a, a good example of this it doesn't sound like 1997 no in, right. in any way no way so that was like the first thing i was like oh interesting all right so that's cool um in, in, and like another thing, Brandon, we kind of talked about this as I was listening to it. Is I listened to this album a lot of times. Um, I noticed new things every, every single, single time. time. Every single time, yes. new things I was impressed with. New things I was like, oh, interesting. That's interesting. But the first thing, the thing that like drove me in with this song right away, I'm obsessed with the drumming. He yeah, so too. good. Oh my! Like like that rhythm. I was just. <laughs> I was like trying to do it myself, like on the train one time, like like, like like just like trying to, and I was like, "Oh, I can't do this. This is like actually like like this is like very good and like it's yeah. really cool. Um, it's a great jam. Um, his again, more going into later stuff in the album. His voice doesn't feel as annoying in this one. I get annoyed by his voice in some moments okay. later in the album. Doesn't feel as annoying in this one. I actually I, I I'm enjoying his vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the guitar tone. Guitar yes. tone is so, so cool. much. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Um, especially in the, ha- has this solo happened yet or it's just him? Mm, I think no. it happens
0: again. Okay. It ha- yeah,
3: right? it did happen previously, but okay. I think it, it might happen again. Right and then, here. and then, is this a Christmas song? Because I hear Jingle Bells. <laughs> I was going
0: to say that. Yeah. <laughs> so Danny, is this Christmas in June?
3: Wait, I think this is. Is that a thing? Is...
0: Dun, dun,
3: dun. Oh, you no, know, the part I was talking about happened already. It did happen. I, we were yeah. I
0: love this breakdown though.
3: Yeah, this is yeah, this is sweet. This is lets you know like, oh, this is something different. This is cool. This song has yeah. also sparked many um,
0: a
2: discussion of some conspiracy theories of the nature, so of a concept album, but also being tied in with one of their later albums. There's this whole conspiracy, interesting, that in rainbows, which I mentioned earlier, some of the songs were written in this period, yeah. that it's actually meant to go track one. Okay, computer track one in rainbows and then every other song is like a compendium of a story. Wow. It's like a big thing yeah, on the Yeah, that doesn't internet.
0: sound like something someone on Reddit made up Like, it got <laughs> super into. It sounds like what <laughs> the band intended. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, in, in
2: 20 or whatever years, like 15 years we're going to do that. But it then, is, it's is—it's yeah. just because it is about... Actually, it is 10 years apart. It is 10? Okay. Whoa.
3: Oh, that was why. Yeah, that was part of the number. It's the fifth and final single released Okay. from the album. Fifth single. Yeah, that, that last, love it. Yeah, love that, the last that chord. That open chord there. So um, so um obviously, pause it. Um, Yeah, and then they, lyrically, so car accident is what he's talking about, right? Yeah. yeah inspired okay. by yeah. a
0: car accident he had with his girlfriend. The girlfriend got beat up. He's, no scratches on him. Mm-hmm. And that inspired him, like, thinking about travel, like, and uh, cars in general. Like, every time you drive, like, you think you're in control, but you're not. Mm-hmm. so it's that idea of mortality the idea of like us thinking we're in control of things when we're really not and uh he's like you should you should be like saying a prayer or like like congratulating yourself for surviving every single time you go in a car mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that but also the lyric is like kind of like a play on um uh last night at dj saved my life that lyric he yeah. he, he took he, he added airbag, which is more literal. Like, it's yeah. something that's more likely an airbag saving your life than a DJ. Mm-hmm. Sorry, DJs, I'm sorry to offend you, but airbags saved my life way more times than your DJ, music. DJ, yeah,
2: and it's also kind of like a like a, a like a flashing before your life type of thing. Yeah. I always feel because he says, "In an interstellar burst, I am back to save the universe." It's like I saw my life flash before my eyes. Now I gotta, I'm back, baby. Do do something. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Um, what was I gonna say? I
2: am born again, like that whole idea. Really clever with his lyrics too, because mm. because of the nature of his singing, where a lot of other vocalists that you and I like, it's more about the sound and the syllables and making the yeah. words fit around that. Mm-hmm. Yes, so it's 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 a marriage of sound and lyric working yes. together. So
0: one cool thing is that like he has a interesting, I mean that that's one thing about Radiohead's like his voice is so interesting and weird and kind of operatic, but also like we were saying, it's a little I don't I don't think it's annoying, but there's something like. Snidey about it, like and tinny, tinny, yeah. but it's also like kind of angelic and beautiful too. It's like yeah. kind of like those two things together. Um, but I like that you don't, you can't always understand what he's saying. Right. I always like that mystery of music. Uh, in fact, when some, certain singers have too good addiction, it annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. So I like that there's a little bit of mystery. It kind of makes you want to dig deeper into what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, even me he- personally, I I know that everybody's about that. But I, I love that.
3: What I will say, and um, I'm throwing, I feel like I'm tossing too much out there because these are more overall album thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to have to do homework to enjoy something. I don't want to have to do work to to enjoy the music. Well, you don't have to do it for the music. Yeah, but to understand what he like, I I, can't, I couldn't hear what you. So he was I saying. would, say, I had to look up the words. Like I don't, don't want to have to do that. But to That's your fair. point, I would say for,
2: for the first time in my life is this is the first time I've ever read the lyrics along with the songs. Okay, and so I've so, nev- some okay. sometimes I've never known what the lyrics the full are. Lyric, yeah, I okay. just I,
3: I I think that makes this room different than most people out there that listen to music. Yeah, I think so. I, 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 I think do. most most music listeners go for the lyrics. I agree. I, think, I, I, think I know this that's room true. Of people doesn't.
0: I think it's, that I really, is. very true. I think that's true. I think that makes us for me. Different. Yeah. It's
3: uh, one. It's artist
2: specific, but also it's a type of thing, especially with Radiohead. If I hear the lyrics and I and I'm like, oh, that's great, but I don't listen to them for that. It's an added bonus that they're always pretty good and yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm never going to be like, I gotta know what he's saying here. It's not. That's not about that for me. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. So you want to move on?
3: Yeah, let's move on. Oh, uh, sorry. The melody. Um in air, but there's a part where it reminded me of Layla in the guitar I was like nah, nah, nah,
1: nah, nah. oh well <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just wanted to say that. yeah <laughs> alright
0: Latin Takeover baby was this Dave Over? Dave? this is my Being pick over and over. it's the Latin Takeover those <laughs> claves those flamenco guitar <laughs> yeah. predates Ricky Martin and Mark Anthony by a year or so um, and of course, we know they covered Gasolina later in life, so <laughs> strong connection to the Latin uh, people. Uh, one of the first songs I remember downloading on LimeWire actually. After Ooh. first listening to Radiohead, I was like, "What is this Radiohead about?" Didn't immediately like it when I first heard a song back like it's probably like 18 years ago now mm-hmm. or 15. This um, is Paranoid Android, by the but way. But I found it very <laughs> striking, though. Okay. I'm sorry. This is called Paranoid Android. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> went into my notes.
2: Yeah. Okay. Whatever the lyrics were just there, I just read for the first time in my life. They're crazy. I didn't know that's what he said. That my.
3: Okay. I was very wrong then.
0: <laughs> I kind of thought that. That's that my was, thing.
3: That I thought that that was more the appeal. No.
0: I know. There's different so okay. people that are yeah. very into the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, I remember there's like those shirts for. Uh, in Rainbows. In Rainbows. But it was just a bunch of their lyrics written in the same font as the album cover and like yeah. people are like yeah, this is when and, like I never cared at all yeah okay I mean I, I like the lyrics when I know what they're yeah. doing but yeah I'm, uh, it's not I, a thing I always me.
2: thought he said from all the unborn uh, from all the unchecked voices in my head but he says from the un, uh, for, from all the unborn chicken voices in my head oh I never knew, never that. That. knew that
0: unborn chicken <laughs> no I like it um, so this is a song that has three distinct parts this first <sighs> As I said, Latin takeover part, um, which has a chorus too. It's like a verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Mm-hmm. We're gonna hear the breakdown, like the more rocking part in the middle, and then it goes into this kind of very sweeping, uh, d- descending chord, minor key, Beatlesy thing. Yeah. Um, it's Beatles. very,
2: very they, happiness is a warm gun. Right. They, they talk about that. They're that's, inspired by. Yeah, It's yeah, a big influence. So this smart. is the
0: second part here. And this builds
2: very uh, cleverly. And uh, so for Dan's interest, because I know in high school we always loved when we would point this stuff out, but... um the time signature is not a consistent change.
3: I was gonna say that. Um, there's it definitely goes to seven at one point. Yeah. I think maybe it was at that part.
2: It's, yeah, yeah. it's like measures yeah. of eight, like that's a measure of yeah. eight, and then it, it, there's a seven thrown in there. Boring, yeah. boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: let's move on from that.
3: Uh, <laughs> it's it's the lead single from the album.
2: Yes.
0: Which is an interesting choice. Um, also is the fir- yeah. I gotta say, it's the first appearance of the, the the computer voice. Yep. He says. Um, I may be pinoid, but I'm not an A-Droid. I may be pinoid. Right. Um
2: and again, Colin on the bass d- 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 under all the guitar which gets the gets the praise. Yeah. Colin
3: is going crazy on the bass. Yeah, there's here. like some uh I thought a Tom Morello type stuff like yeah. going on a little oh, bit. yeah, pretty cool. <coughs> is he more the pioneer with guitar? Who? Like is he was he first? Uh John Greenwood? Yeah. Uh, I think it's at the same time. Yeah. Same yeah. time. I guess that's so what's happening. But yeah.
2: also, like Johnny, like for as much cool stuff he did with guitar, he got bored quick—not bored, but like he wanted to do more. Like so, this whole next section of the song is after he discovered the mellotron, yeah, and, yeah, and was like, "We got to find a place for this," and and so that's where that came to be.
0: His guitar soloing is very noisy, very like Pixies inspired, yes, yeah, but over a different you know kind of music Um in this part, yeah, about, yeah. Gregorian chanting, very very creepy. So it's like a Mellotron with a voice sound on it, I think. Yeah. It's a choir, so yeah. <sighs> but also Tom York and Ed O'Brien doing these really haunting harmonies. But The, <gasps> the Mellotron really comes into play but yes. in a later song. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, but yeah, these boys are getting down with the monks. <laughs> okay. So what do you think about this part? Did, did you... So, I want to know where your mind went when this song went to this.
3: This was probably again as I listened to the album over and over again. Different songs I started liking more and less. Yeah. This one I I, I liked from the from the very start. Okay. I, I, honestly, yeah, I do like this one. This yeah. it, it, it it felt epic from the very beginning, but. Um, it doesn't feel as long as it is. It's like almost a seven-minute song. It, listening to it, I, I never felt like it was no, like because right. it just it transitions. It's so cool, it's so smooth the way it transitions into the different parts. It never ever feels too long, even though its it long. it isn't. It doesn't lose song. your interest. No, exactly. That's right. Ex- exactly right. It, it never loses yeah, my interest. It was very interesting, epic. I listen, I mean I was this is probably a really dumb comparison, but um like like the crazy ass epic like dream theater stuff that we used to listen to <laughs> right. in, in high school. I always enjoyed that, even though it could very easily be made fun of because it's, like, way too long and stupid. I always liked, like, crazy-ass, long, epic songs, and uh-huh. this is just a better way of doing that. Like, like like it's yeah. epic, but... It, like, but it's, it's also
0: kind of compacted, like, it's... But it's
2: compacted, exactly, yeah. It's um, longer than Bohemian Rhapsody is, by, like, a minute. Yeah. And yeah. So that's, you know, like, to your point, yeah.
3: it guides you through very well. Yes. Um... I, I wrote down the stuff about the time signature stuff too. It's funny, but um, I love the main riff. do 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 do. Yeah, I love that. Kind of a surf rock um, riff. Yeah. It, even though this part's slower, it, you know, it's about to go back into the main part again. It still grows. It still feels yes. like yeah. it grows, which is it's really cool. Um, um, the electronic elements get put on display. Really, way more so with this song than than Airbag. Um, like.
0: It's a really cool, like, it's like a, It sounds like a screaming thing underneath the guitar.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, this is so cool. Um, yeah, there's like an
0: I never noticed that. Like,
3: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, this. Yeah, it's yeah. very cool. Um,
0: yeah, it's, and then, it's pretty
3: Morella. And then you said you just read the lyrics for the first time. I was reading about it. It's I think it like deals with going insane. Um, lyrically, but it's, like, vague and all over the place. Like, yeah. It's, it's, which is cool. I mean, that's... I guess at one point, um, like, he was he was frightened
2: by a person that was, like, on coke in public, and so it was, like, about... I think he said... I'm trying to... Oh, yeah. He said, um, the song, it's about the dullest fucking people on Earth. Just, like, people that basically get off on their nightlife and don't do anything. Like, okay. That's just... Their existence is to exist without a purpose, I guess.
3: Uh-huh. That's thing. This was an example of lyrics enhancing a song for me it yeah made me, it made me like it even more because it was all over the place and so it's just vague and weird i, I liked it oh, mm-hmm. um yeah reading about it
0: a lot of pig talk he mentions pigs a lot yeah and <laughs> yeah. that made yeah. me think of the pilot episode of wings <laughs> oh, yeah. and this is when yeah. pig, you saying pig yeah. a bunch of times yeah. works so yeah pigs come up again on the album too lyrically this is a big song for them i'm
3: embarrassed to say i, I didn't know this song i've never heard this before very cool. Isn't song. that weird? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I've never heard the song before. I mean, it's listen, it's their it, lead it, single. It's 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 reasonable that you would have never. Yeah. Yeah. Heard it. Yeah. Um, Talk about the video video yeah, real quick. Yeah yeah yeah. So I have I have a full. I wrote I typed out a full summary of the video. <laughs> like of like. I love that. Yeah. So of, I of haven't watched it in a while. So please. Okay, so tell us. It's animated, very like Beavis and Butthead MTV type <laughs> yeah. animation. Yeah. Uh, Beavis and Butthead... Um. Daria, like very much that huh.
0: is that the name of it? Daria? Yeah. Daria. Yes. I wanted yep. to say Dharma.
3: No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No. Okay. Okay. So I typed out what I think is happening in that video, but yeah. it's very strange. And um okay, so basically there's, there's two friends. Uh huh. Um, they call each other to hang out. Um it, 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 I think it's I think it's like um I thought they were kids at first, but then later in the video they're 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 not.
0: Yeah. There's they, like just uh, uh, strippers and stuff. Yeah, so it's yeah.
3: um, it's a it's a it looks like it's a white kid and an African American kid, but they're definitely well, not kids. He's not they're American. He's not, he's oh, British. British.
0: So Black English guy.
3: <laughs> Black English. Do
0: cana-
2: do Canadians? Right. Do ca- Canadians say that? Canadian
3: African. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not also not clear that they're in the UK. So. Oh, you're right. So okay, it's well, it, it's a cartoon. It All happens right. in Disney, so it's Florida. <laughs> okay, so they call each other the out, but then it cuts to an ongoing meeting at like the UN. That's like another part right. of this video. So that's like an ongoing <laughs> thing. It just shows these guys at a table and it looks like the UN basically. Uh. Um, the, I keep calling them the kids just because that's what I kept, but they're not. Anyway, they take a taxi to a tree. It looks like in the middle of a park where a woman falls from the tree and shows them her breasts. Uh, she's only wearing a towel. Um, so that's like one segment. Then they go to a pet store. They look at a fish um then there's that then they go to a bar like like, it's just like different like scenes then they go to a bar where one of the guys from the un table in the beginning of the video he's there Uh um the there's a bartender with like cartoonish very large breasts and Uh like the uh one of the british for lack of a better word one of the british kids is like playing with her breasts uh the Um, the main kid climbs on top of a light post while one of the fat guys from the UN is trying to chop it down with an ax. Um, the fat UN guy is almost naked at this point. He gets picked up by an angel in a helicopter. (laughs) Um, then he plays ping pong with the angel. Then the UN guy chops off all of his limbs. He falls in the river, but is rescued by topless mermaids. Two guys get back into the taxi U.N. guy ends up in a tree where the nude woman was. That's that's the video. Yeah. That I typed the, out everything so I could. Unusual. That was, it was yeah it's it's insane. Yeah, you know, like, I typed out everything that happened, but that's that's pretty much a summary of what I thought was going on. But
0: and who knows what it means?
3: <laughs> yeah, no idea. But. I think it's
0: just like ju- it is kind of this jumbled up. Uh, I think it's associatively connected, maybe paranoid android like all his anxieties kind of like this interacting in a in the world i don't know i don't really know how this what my take would be but yeah. it's cool it's very interesting yeah and i think just i think it was played on mtv a lot the cartoon it nudity like, yeah. is like it, it, there's actual nudity right yeah yes yeah. and i think that alone is like it, i don't know it's striking in some way yeah i'm sure it was a
3: big deal for that era yeah, it's, like that that it's time. a big deal
0: yeah. cartoon nudity
3: in that time i yeah. guess yeah 20 years ago real brand th- anything real 34 um i actually saw the video for the first time like the other day i never had watched the video before. yeah it's fine yeah i think it was played on mtv a lot i'm pretty sure i was reading that um but it's cool actually move on yeah yeah
0: i don't remember it too i remember it
3: like slightly great song though yeah i really do like that song
0: okay moving on all
2: right all right this is uh bob dylan cover of subterranean
3: homesick blues this is danny's pick yeah um Again, I picked all these songs not knowing what any of them were. <laughs> right. I picked this one because of the title. Yeah, what was your strategy? Was that was this your first pick? So didn't know it was a Bob Dylan thing either. I, I, I just, I, Bob Dylan's another guy I've never really <laughs> yeah. explored. We have so much well, teach You know, you. it's not really a cover. Yes. Okay. So, um, so they're they were I read they're trying to mimic the sound of Miles Davis album Bitches Brew with this song. That's you hear that in that, that E-piano Yeah with the, the s- with the synthesizers And the guitars That's what they were intending Um So I have a ton Of way too many notes here Okay so Musically It's basically The way I took it It's calming way down From the first two tracks You know It's mm-hmm. it's like more soothing But also Even though it's soothing It's creepy And interesting mm-hmm. Um Still The great guitar tones That I've really grown To fall in love with With this album Um is vocals are matching that like right. uh, it's a really interesting like match um, very cool electronic things going out throughout throughout going on throughout this track as well um, and even though it is soothing it does it gets bigger in parts too mm-hmm. um, so the song was originally titled uptight um, he says it a bunch um, that parts coming up right here
0: Uptide. yeah <laughs> yeah Uptide.
3: Yeah, Tom okay. says that a bunch <laughs> for me Again,
2: shining star of the song is Colin. Yeah. Especially as as this section builds, he never does the same thing twice. Um, okay. Uh
0: yeah. A lot and of musical play like the, playing with each other. It's, the it's counterpoint to each other. Yeah. It's very cool. Um. So lyrically, it's about an alien, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So a I, yeah. UFO like a.
3: So. Yeah, we said it's a reference to the Bob Dylan song "Subterranean Homesick Blues." So the lyrics describe an isolated nar- narrator who fantasizes about being abducted by extraterrestrials. The narrator speculates that upon returning to Earth, his yeah. friends would not believe his story and that he would remain uh, a misfit. So Ellen's so exists. Cool. Ellen's exists by right. Right? Um, So <laughs> Tom Dolan would love this shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so they were inspired from an assignment. Uh, from York's time at Abingdon School to write a piece of Martian poetry which was a British literary movement. Uh, It humorously recontextualizes mundane aspects of human life from an alien perspective. Um, Another influence on the song that I read was an experience York had when he was driving down a country road and hit a pheasant. Uh After stepping out of the car to investigate he began thinking about alien abduction. Um... I kind of, when I, was, I read through the lyrics, I took the lyrics as um, kind of using this alien story as a metaphor for just kind of wanting to escape, right? you know, be abducted, um, pretty cool and weird subject matter for a song, maybe like it even more, uh-huh. um, a quote from uh, Greenwood, uh, he said, I feel the song is more about hope than any other subject, he said that in 1999, he said, uh, he said I'm an enormous cynic. I side with science, I'm afraid. That song is more about how, for every generation, it's a different thing. Before UFOs, it was the Virgin Mary, and before that, it was something else. People flock to the same places with their cameras and hope to see the same things, and it's just about hope and faith, I think, more than aliens. Cool. Very cool. in- interesting, yeah.
0: Um, so this song, there's the groove is very Jeff Buckley to me, actually. Yes. I can imagine like a slightly altered version of, of this appearing on Grace. Yeah. That's and so accurate. Yes. I never thought of that. Um, I mean, it's like a so, like, sorry. So it's it it's too. alien lyrics, but it sounds like it's underwater. Like, yeah. Um, Subterranean. Like I kept imagining a fish. I actually saw a fish just like swimming by as we were recording. It felt yeah. like that. We're in a tank right now. Yeah. Um, very trippy. Very trippy. Yeah. As you said, like, it's a calm down. I like the song a lot. Um, it, it sounds like the most 1997 song to me though. It's the most like Ooh. checkout or equipment song to me. It's oh, my only, it's my okay. only like thing I can say. It's not even a negative right. thing about it, but I just it sounds like 97 more than the first two songs at least. They sound a little more, right? You can't like track down what time it is. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. I, um, this is another one I really, I
3: really like this one too. Like, it's, like, cool. it's, it's very creepy. The underwater. LA, yes. I, I yes. love that sound. Um, and then when, when he sings becomes a little more melodic i think it's cool yeah i um
2: before Mom i before i put in my two cents on the song since you guys talked the whole damn time i oh, just kidding uh, i, I want to point out <laughs> this drum phil selway like this he just kills drum it fill yeah selway great um he just kills every time yeah he's very good yeah, yeah. um yeah um, anyway so not too flashy, but very
0: right. good. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, not very flashy at all. Yeah.
2: After my discovery of everything in its right place and I mm-hmm. said, hey, I got to go back to OK Computer. Uh-huh. You guys ever see anime, you know, when those characters get big hearts in their eyes? Yeah. yeah. That was me. This was the song. This was the one that was like, uh-huh. "Cool, holy shit, this is what I've been missing. Right. And this was when my brain kind of went away from what I was listening to, like Incubus and all that stuff and being like, this is the music I want to write yeah uh, so I think, and we'll talk about this when we get to my rankings, too. The reason I think I love Radiohead so much and I have a connection to it. it's like they're doing the things I wish it was I was doing where it's like other bands that I love that's not what they what I do, but right. this is in my wheelhouse where it's like if you know if, like, ah, oh, damn it, like I like mm. it's like close enough to what I like to do that it's like, damn it, like this is exactly what I wish I had written, okay, so that's what I feel Very with this interesting. Song. awesome um the the this song that the hook, the chorus of Uptight is so unusual because it's uh-huh. a chorus, but it's not it's just it's like a riff it's, it's a, a, yeah it's a, it's a jam, it's just like a thing, but it's also very structured in its counterpoint, yeah uh, between the bass and the guitar and that descending boom mm-hmm. boom 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 yeah. you know those triples all that stuff amazing um and also I do find it interesting. I didn't see that quote that you read about uh Greenwood talking about that because he was also very. Yeah. Usually he is very reserved and not saying a lot, but he had a lot to say about this song apparently because he talks about how the first time he heard Tom playing this, uh, they lost it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, they lost it, I guess, on tape. Uh And he's like, "Uh, "Part of me will always regret I can't hear it again because the way the reverb played it sounded great, but we got something nearly as good." So like even (laughs) like they like I guess whatever because they use the, the famous Roland Space Echo. On everything and hmm. they just I guess he couldn't recreate and I know what that feels like to like lose something forever. Right. You're like, I'll never be able to recreate it exactly the way I right. first heard it. And yeah. so the fact that he that, that like stuck with him is I think is cool. Mm-hmm. He, um yeah. All right, ready? Yes. Okay. All right, so this is exit music for a film. Uh this is the song we mentioned that was uh featured in Westworld yeah. and also R- Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Um they were approached by Boz Lerman to make a song for that movie.
3: Was this your pick, Brandon? Yes. Okay. Sneeze. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, bless you.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> it's an exit <laughs> sneeze.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this is the song where the Mellotron, Mellotron exit comes. Exit
0: sneeze for a tissue.
2: <laughs> I got it. For film. <laughs> for music. For music. <laughs> for film. For a friend phone <laughs> a friend um, this is a song where the Mellotron comes really into play another thing with Radiohead that's a common thing I know that you and I have talked about this Dave. where some songs don't always hit and then they hit later yeah. the more you do and then this is definitely one in that category for me
0: well um, it's funny you say that because like the song literally hits later on in the song and it's it very quiet and right. it kind of just leaves you with just Tom and the acoustic guitar yeah right. is it, it so, reminds me of Leonard Cohen actually yeah the yeah. first part Well, maybe Leonard Cohen on acid.
2: Oh, wow. This part that we're about, or his son Andy Cohen. Listen to our power hour for family connections. Um, (laughs) uh, This next part right here where the... um, Mellotron. Where the Mellotron comes in. It's... it's, Eyes wet shut. It's sloppy and it's like the rhythmic timing is off a little bit and it just feels uneasy. They, they just really create
0: this uneasy feeling. I, I just immediately think of like Eyes Wide Shut, Seductress, Orgy, like yeah. something satanic is going on here. Because at first it's like, this is a, a very melancholy song, but Ooh. that just adds a whole different uh, slant on it. Yeah. It's like, oh fuck, what did, I, what did I do? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Dan, what do you think?
3: Uh, it's kind of a snooze fest for me.
0: Really? Listen, yeah. They, they worship the devil or, or some shit? What's going on here? What? Wait, they, they worship the devil or what? This is a song that, I, if I was a parent, I would look at this more closely. You're like, ooh, what are you brooding about in your room? <laughs> like, um, seriously, what the fuck?
3: I'm just, I'm just kind of bored.
1: See, it, I can it, see it,
3: that. Until the final minute. Like, the final minute's <laughs> more interesting. It's more, you know, the cooler electronic things. Um, it's just... It's rare that I'm gonna give a shit about anybody with an holding an acoustic guitar and just and yeah, just, and it's like, like,
0: that's that's a little bit where I'm at for a lot of things, but you know,
3: just just him and an acoustic guitar,
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna check. It. I've said that so many times, even in the past month in just everyday life. I'm like, I don't care about just a person and a guitar, yeah. but this song well, is it's it's not, not that just for me. it's not really that at Wrong. all, it's just that
0: for it's a, that for, a bit. Mo-
3: for, for most of it.
0: Uh, for a bit. Yeah. More than half of the song. There's
3: Mellotron. Yeah, but
0: there's like a Mellotron element. Right, that's
3: what I'm saying. So like the final minute or so, like this stuff, it does this, build and it, and, it, and, it, and it gets a little better. Um,
0: that's a, also, by the way, that drum feels very Ringo
2: Starr. Yes. Drum that Selway is very Ringo Starr. <laughs> and this, this part
0: Selway. right here is, is very Beatlesy, but like minor chord yeah. Beatles-y. Okay, Z. again, I, Colin, I don't I don't hate it. Yeah, Colin could,
2: shines again right here. Listen to the bass line right yeah. here.
0: It's cool, it The the dynamics of the song are amazing. Yeah. Like the fact is it goes to this with like them just jamming, like almost like a blues jam and then back right. down to something very hushed. Yeah. But um we hope that you choke. Very morbid. Yeah. And word on the street, he's talking about choking on that dick. <laughs> Humperport.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All the greatest hits.
0: But um, this is inspired by the m- story Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm, lyrically. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was saying, "What if they just instead of died, just ran away?" He's, like, I guess like they're talking about their family. Hope that you choke.
2: I'm interested by the by the takes here. I'm interested by Dan's, I, I, and I can't really get a feel for Dave, so I'm interested to see where the rankings fall for this song. Yeah,
3: yeah. but no, I'm, I'm close yeah. to chess, baby. Yeah. I'm also not I don't want to I'm reveal cool. much uh, yeah. uh, as we go I, I've said everything I feel about th- that song I mean it's uh, I like the last I like when it like builds up and goes back down I think that's cool like Dave was saying the dynamics but um, as soon as it's just him and an acoustic guitar I, I, I like almost check out completely <laughs> yeah it's so that's kind of what it's, it about.
0: is a short song though right it's like only two minutes long
3: yeah. uh, it's four minutes and 27 seconds oh wow
2: is oh, it that was short it's one second longer than uh, less than subterranean okay and now at five minutes is let down Uh, also very interested to hear everyone's take on this. This was my... Was this my first or my second pick?
0: Uh, I think second.
2: Or, I don't... I can't remember. I don't remember. Um, one of the songs that, uh, again, in that category of exit music for a film where in my younger days I didn't really care much about and later in life have grown to fully, uh, appreciate, um... Same with the Radiohead fandom. Uh-huh. This is the, in retrospect, frontrunner for best Radiohead song ever. Wait, what? On the internet.
0: Oh, uh, okay. We'll do that at the end, too. But that's a frontrunner? Yeah. Forever? It's a frontrunner, yeah. That's very interesting. Um,
2: after seeing Radiohead twice, we've only seen five songs from OK Computer. They only played two at Bonnaroo uh-huh. and four at La Not This one wasn't at either. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, um,
3: okay. Dan what do you think uh, Even more boring Than the song before Wow <laughs> Yeah. Even more I'm even more bored Like Like this is These two songs in a row Is when I, I like Kind of check out A little bit Like I, like I kind of like Drift away from this album A little bit Interesting Because Very What interesting. I liked about Exit Music Was that it brought me Back in with the cool Electronic stuff Like I like that stuff mm-hmm. This Loses that a little bit It doesn't build Like any of the other Songs have It's just kind of This From I think Like it's Like a
0: straight line yeah. You're doing like a movement of your hands, a yeah. straight line.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I thought I thought we were being filmed. Sorry. Um, um, I'm doing a straight line with mo- with my hand. Well, the government is watching us. <laughs> um, Cover your people. <laughs> <laughs> my um, people. So, I wrote a note. I, I wrote this note just to be a dick in case uh, Brandon's really into the lyrics. I thought Brandon <laughs> would be really into the lyrics. I said uh, lyrically, it's. I it was reading about it. It's about feeling trapped. Why is that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> um if i if i had to sing this song
2: acoustic in front of a crowd if i couldn't do it because i don't know the
3: words at all okay <laughs> okay I, I was very wrong yeah. with my assumptions with some of the songs on this album this but one you, in particular but you're, i thought the, i feel like the appeal for people with this song is the lyrics your take there's nothing else there's take, nothing else happening interesting uh, interesting i'm interested to hear your take Okay, I'm I'm so
2: interested in what's happening right now. This so, is not. First of all, you're so the way you feel about it is how I felt, maybe ten years ago. Okay, uh-huh.
3: this is my first time with this album. Yes, so, so, so that makes sense. Yeah.
0: So I, this is definitely a subtle album track. Okay, it's like it has the same kind of washy production as Subterranean Homesick Blues, but it's more what you're saying. It's kind of even. Yeah. Is just kind of this flows. Yeah. What I really like about the song is that all of the guitars and keyboards are like beautifully intermingled. Yeah. Like several lovers in an orgiastic genital web. <laughs> <laughs> it's melancholy. It's That's sweet. Very poetic, Dave. This part right here. Orgiastic um, genital web? Yes. Uh, <laughs> this part right here, the guitar like it's very sloppy. It reminds me of Velvet Underground. Like they're like uh, sloppy, jangly, drony guitar playing, yep. which I like. The th- thing about uh, uh, again, the song is pretty much the same, dynamically the same. Even it, it, yeah. you can hear it building,
3: okay, but it doesn't is... get
0: louder, which is really cool. I think. Yeah. Um. I, I guess you know, I'll hear the electronic stuff. I guess I forgot yeah, about this. at yeah. th- th-
3: This moment. All right. This
0: part is definitely. This is like a climactic. Kind of climactic, but it never feels louder. Yeah. Like he, you know, he soars more with the vocals and. Right. Uh. My only qualm is that at the end, it has a sweeping quality that's very Snow Patrol or The Fray. If you hear this part right now... <laughs> that's, like That's why I'm not that they, into it. just no, feels kind of lame. I like Railhead's original version of it, but more recently I'm like, Oh, this kind of sounds like stuff I don't like. At the end, only okay. at the only at the end, literally only at the end, okay. right here. Yeah, yeah. It re- um, it's like Keen
2: and all that stuff. Like, yes, yeah. you know, like those stuff, bands were born from like this. the mediocre
0: yeah. versions of Radiohead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but and, uh, it's cool. I, I think it's a really cool song, actually. Uh, nice. But it's and, like you guys. The first few times I heard it, I was like, I didn't remember it. It's like, yeah. But it, this is a song that really garners you. Returning back and back and back to yeah. it.
2: I the, this one I, I I discovered stuff this most recent listen that I'm like, why cool. did I? That's then, cool. Why did I miss this all this uh, time? Also,
0: we were saying before like lyrics don't really stand out for Radiohead. Like this the the lyric the song actually what hooked me into the song more was the lyric like like crushed like a bug in the ground was it?
3: Yeah. Crushed yeah. like yeah. a bug, bug in the, the ground. ground. I, I never Down. knew he
0: said that, and I like that for some reason it had a. I had, a, had an emotional connection to that mm-hmm. um, okay because I used to get bullied <laughs> no, I, I don't know why it's like us. him saying by, by me and Brandon yeah, and used by bull- you guys we used to bully Dave by yeah. you jocks over here <laughs> no for some reason like I just like that visual I like him singing that it fits with his whole thing so yeah I, I'm a fan of that song
2: yeah okay moving on yeah alright uh, next we have uh, Karma Police Beatles
0: Brandon. Oh, shit.
2: I'm sorry. I had the wrong thing queued up. Sorry about that.
3: Wait, well, well I don't know what that was. That was Beatles. It's the Beatles song. <laughs> I was making a joke. I thought you actually, for some reason, I thought like this is how Karma Police started for a second. I like forgot. It's uh the same key, Those... same chord progression for the this is what you'll
2: get. It's, okay. the, it's the same thing as Sexy Sadie. Oh, okay.
3: Uh, okay, so
1: uh,
3: <laughs> That was good, good on you to say Beatles there Yeah, good no. Cr- that's crazy, I was like making like a joke But it was actually the Beatles Okay, so this was uh, my pick um, Because I think when I was looking at the list on Wikipedia When we drafted this, it was highlighted in blue Meaning it was a single Yeah <laughs> So um, it, this was released As the second single uh, From the album August 25th of 97 uh-huh. um, Oh, that just passed August 25th. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, oh. What is that? Yesterday we were recording this? Confusing timeline for the listeners. Actually, um, I think it's today. No. No, it's t- it was yesterday. yesterday. Okay. So, it charted at number eight on the Happy UK... Happy anniversary, baby! On the UK... <laughs> on the UK singles <laughs> chart. And uh, 14 on the US Hot Modern Rock tracks chart list. Um, hold on. Just...
0: Yeah. You know what? Um... So this like I think is the most songy song on the album so far. Yeah, it boils down the album's right. like, like aesthetic, but it makes it more structured, like how we know it in a pop song. It still does like, yeah, interesting things, but the the I think the it's more the, ex-
3: accessible. It, yeah, the like, lyrics yeah. are more
0: yeah. hooky. The mel- uh, melody is more immediately hooky than everything else on the album. Again, very bitterly. He even right. sounds. More like John Lennon. This vocally he has like a John Lennon sarcastic snarl in it. Yes, yeah, in his so voice.
3: I want to make fun of his vocals. In fact, throughout this whole week, and I've been like singing this one in a <laughs> jokey way. But then I'm like, wait, do I actually like it? I think I, li- I think I, even though I'm making fun of it a lot, I think I do kind of like it. The thing it, about his voice. It is more melodic. This song. Yeah. It it, it, it is. It's more accessible. It's, it for is sure. whiny. Yeah. This is a, okay. This is a song I knew, by
0: the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna make a point. This um, one
3: I knew. I think it was on Guitar Hero. It
0: was also on. <laughs> Like So it's funny It was actually on Now This is what I call music One Yeah Wow So think about that As a crossover Like, uh, Yeah it, right. It was a p- fairly big song For them uh,
2: The thing with Tom's voice Is that he has the ability To be delicate But aggressive yeah. Without doing much This part Yeah
3: This felt 90s more ethereal. Me. This felt very, very 90s, 90s. Th- This part Yeah I like that yeah. That little Lot riff there. Like this is probably my favorite part riff. of the song. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, 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 I yeah. agree. I, I, yeah, yeah, I like this part. Yeah, cool. John Lennon is a great call. Yeah, that's, I couldn't pinpoint it. All right, so very, okay, so the music, it's Colin on bass. Very, uh, very prominent piano and acoustic guitar, <laughs> then later combining with the more experimental electronic elements. Uh, feels gloomy and depressing, but also hopeful. Yeah, So that's the way... um, uh, Nigel... How do you say his last name? Godric? Godric? Godric. Godric? I don't know. know So according to him, the wall of feedback that makes up the second half of the song is something he and York came up with on their own in the studio. After York told him he didn't like what they had down for that part of the song, uh, Godric said, it's not like the band playing, Godric told Rolling Stone. It just samples and loops and this sort of thing over the top which sort of was uh, the front runner for a lot of things to come, good or bad. Right. Interesting. It was they an inspiration. Started, yeah, I yeah, I didn't know that. The, I, like this thing, I think, is what he saw. This thing it was
0: the... Uh, that part? That, I think it's...
3: I, no, I think it's
2: the feedback right here. Uh, okay. Um, I think what happens is, you know, there are a lot of songs that are on the B-sides that would have fit in as the next idea after the bends. And, you know, they just start getting more interested in doing different things. So I think... I think they were not happy at first with just how kind of dry maybe everything sounded and they wanted it to be more wet
3: with the reverb. Right. Mm. Um, so lyrically it's, it's, it's about fate and how it will always catch up with you. Uh, the band members used to warn each other that the karma police would get them if they didn't behave. So like an inside joke. in yeah. the band. Um, so Tom York, uh, he said, uh, karma is important. The idea that something like karma exists makes me happy. It makes me smile. Karma Police is dedicated to everyone who works for a big firm. It's a song against bosses. He <laughs> said. Um, yeah. It also kind of is like like Thought Police, like
2: 1984.
3: Mm-hmm. Kind of makes yeah. think about that. Uh, York and Green would have emphasized it. Inter- yeah. But here's the thing with this song: a lot of people like listen to this song. I can picture people. I, I can just picture people like being so into this song that it makes me hate it.
0: It, yeah, because like, it's more like, anthemic, even though it's right. not really. But just for right. them, it is. I'm just picturing
3: right. people in like the audience, like watching a like, Radiohead Loving show with this song it, and just like crying. Yeah. But like, but that that make, but it also that also makes me laugh because Jorgen Greed would have emphasized in interviews that it's kind of supposed to be kind of humorous.
0: Yeah, like right. the Karma Police yeah. thing.
3: Like, like it's supposed to be kind of humorous and not entirely serious. When I read that, that made me really happy because it made me th- kind of think differently about. Him and what this band is No, they have a good yeah. sense of humor, but yes. right not- No, I learned that when I was like yeah. re- reading about it Like it like he seems like it's just kind of like a maniac and like just kinda like, like yeah. and, like, kind of like like crazy It's kind of like what
2: you and I were talking about last week Like I a lot of the music I make too. it has a serious tone Yeah, but I but I'm not always a serious person. So it's it's hard for me though to like not put that in my music I don't know. It <laughs> just kind of comes natural that way and so I think Tom has thumb has a yeah. reputation of being like a sad which he is in some capacities, but he's also snarky and funny and witty, and so that's yeah.
3: the stuff yeah. is more subtle in his in in all yeah. that stuff. Um, we could talk about the video. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, basically, um, this was a big video. So, in a car, it's a 1976 Chrysler New Yorker. Um, looking out the 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 camera is looking out the front windshield, like that's the the perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, it pulls up to someone running away from the car. Uh, Tom York is in the back seat. Uh, The guy eventually that they're like, that the car is kind of like chasing. He eventually falls down on the street. The car backs up, but leaves a trail of gas or oil. And the guy in the street lights it with a match, which sets the car ablaze. Um, Like I said, all shot entirely from inside the car, but then it reveals. So
0: it's a one take type of thing, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool.
3: Um, So it's all shot entirely from inside the car, but then it reveals that Tom York is uh, no longer in the car at the end. It's like a really mysterious kind of ending to Uh. the video. Um, So it was. Directed by Jonathan Glazer, who had previously Ooh. worked on the Radiohead video for "Street Spirit," um, and directed this, he directed the "Virtual Insanity" video too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, the video seems suited for the song. Um, karma, karma strikes the driver. Right. Okay. So uh, Glazer didn't write it with Radiohead in mind. He came up with the idea from Marilyn Manson, who was looking for a video for his song "Long Hard Road Out of Hell." and had Glazer watch the David Lynch film Lost Highway for inspiration. Oh, wow. Mm, Great movie. In, In the opening credits of the film, a car is driving down a dark, deserted road shot from the perspective of the vehicle looking down on the road. This image formed the basis of Glazer's story, but Manson rejected it. Radiohead was much more receptive and took the idea. A video was shot in Cambridgeshire, England, in a shoot that required a number of takes and some digital trickery to get the shot of the trail of fire, uh, the actor playing the man on the road burned his thumb from repeatedly lighting the book of matches. His thumb York. Uh, <laughs> that fire and the first few feet of the trail were real, but the rest of it was shot under similar conditions and at the same angle, nearby and superimposed onto the
0: shot. It's a pretty cool. Yeah. The video. Uh, one, you made me think about Nigel Godrich. Mm-hmm. What a name! What a powerful name. Yeah. God and rich. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah. And, and Nigel. And Nigel, <laughs> and the last thing I want to say about this whole thing is, call the Karma Popo Ho, call him, call the Popo Ho. That's a reference to Medea. <laughs> um, I think that's the, <laughs> I think
3: that's the end of of the first side side A. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's Let's the first. We are halfway done. That's the first six songs. So I think uh, we have a guest.
0: <clears throat> call it
3: Popo. Oh, sorry, call it Ho. <laughs> I'll let you guys have more to say with Karma, please.
0: No, 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 no. Oh?
3: <laughs> Overall, I do like it. I do like that
0: song. It's, it's, it's a good song. It's cool. <laughs> hey, bitches. Oh Hi, God. ho. He's Where back. did you come from? He's back, Brandon. Listen, I'm here. This is not really my realm. I'm not really an indie underground person myself. Usually, I break down the fashion, the gossip of the brightest stars in the business. But today, I'm featuring... I'm, I'm launching into a new segment. It's called Davis's Drag Race. Because I'm going to drag these boys. They're so underground, I couldn't find out anything about their love lives. Except that Tom York's wife died yeah. last year. Yeah. After they got a divorce. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, listen. I'm here with my drag race. Gloves off. Bra off. Retainer out. Tom York. Sign Libra, and oh boy, is he the poster boy Libra. Flaming Libra. Okay, I got uh, okay, I get one unpronounceable letter in your name, but two H and E, also H and E. This is truly a boys' club. He, I have a name for you that's quite pronounceable, and it sounds like this Loser. <laughs> Back during this era of Radiohead, Tom rocked. The cargo pants a lot and uh does this cargo have a airbag too because darling this one's crashing these pants are crashing too bad they're not parachute pants oh cargo this cargo can can sorry this cargo can go johnny greenwood scorpio hey don't don't spike me Oops. oh don't get me what was that, Davis? <laughs> don't spike me. Are you poisonous? Ouch. Uh, Mr. Leave his shirts in the dryer too long. Let's call George Costanza because I'm calling shrinkage on this play. He used to wear really tight shirts is what I'm trying to say. Uh, have you ever heard of the word medium or large before? I don't think so. Also, what's with the elbow pad on your elbow that you're wearing all the time? Uh, does playing guitar give you tennis elbow? Uh, I thought sports and music were different. <laughs> also, I know you're the baby of the group. He's the youngest. But you're a grown man named Johnny. <sighs> Grow up, weenie. Be John. That's a grown man's name. <laughs> Colin Greenwood, cancer. Ooh, come on. Zodiac is meaner than I am. He's a cancer? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say, I personally, Green wouldn't. (laughs) Ed O'Brien, Arius, unsung guitarist, the other guitarist in a lot of people's mind, the unsung, uh, the forgotten musician. Listen, he's the unsung hunk of the group. A guy amongst goblins. Who was the hot elf or whatever, who hung around all the hobbits in the Lord of the Rings? Well, whoever that is, he's that. And Phil Salway, uh, Gemini. Uh, oh, yeah, Gemini. Uh, can we meet his twin if he's a Gemini? I'd rather see the twin. Uh, thank God, drummers play in the back sitting down because don't want to see Phil. Sorry. And that's my drag race.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Davis. Wow, Davis. Gotta go, was- bro
0: off, gloves off, retainer out, baby. Bye, bitches. Bye, host.
3: I miss you, Davis.
2: <laughs> wow. No. Biting remarks from from Davis.
3: <laughs> wow. Great.
2: All right. Well, I guess let's pick things up and <laughs> do, do a real normal thing and <laughs> listen to Fitter Happier. All right. Great.
0: Okay.
1: Fitter, happier, more productive.
0: This is Fitter Happier. The last, I, last pick of the draft. I was gifted this. Right. right. Um, return of the computer that we heard. I mean, a different voice, but a, a computer for sure. Yeah, Stephen Hawking doing the vocals. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, Stephen Hawking. And I gotta say, this one I don't. I don't think this one's okay. This one's definitely not okay. This computer is not okay. Uh, I think Tom York said that this is the most uh, cynical, like nasty thing he's ever written, and it felt very uh, like therapeutic to have a like MS Sam. Speak These Words uh, but yeah basically this song is just like a, a computer saying computer program to sing uh, a written word interlude thing yeah with like music concrete under behind it mm-hmm. very experimental uh, weirdly enough this is kind of like this is kind of thought of as a, a skippable skipp- uh, sorry skippable skippable song on the album
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I was I used to agree with that but not really I actually kind of enjoy it um, I love the blurbs and the buzzing I find it interesting it's the perfect length for this kind of experiment you know like right. someone can get super indulgent with this and it would just be like like revolution number nine which yeah. is just like that's truly skippable this where it builds and it's if you really listen to the background music it's interesting enough it's like kind of like a movie yeah thing and that's why i enjoy it it's still not like my favorite thing on the album obviously but i don't think it's skippable anymore any for me and i've i've go, gone over that bump
3: yeah i never skipped over it when i was, when I was listening to this it, it was just so weird <laughs> like uh, it's very weird yeah it's- there, like i i like i like weird stuff it's unsettling and, and, and,
2: and it fits it's it's almost necessary for the momentum of the album because you know we start off in, a, in you know unfamiliar territory and doing mm-hmm. different things and then as we calm down and get up towards let down in Karma Police with these more mm. straightforward songs then this is a kind of reminder of like why we're really here and why we're doing what we're doing yeah um, uh, but yeah I agree with Dave I used to it's still not one that I'll like put on but in context of the album yes exactly it's it's it has its it has its fitting place definitely
0: very much so and yeah. they originally wanted to open the album with this song but then they said like hmm. that would probably turn a lot of people off let's put it in as the right. middle like a midpoint yeah. song.
3: it's a start of side B, two. What do you say for a second? Do you say side B? Uh, side yeah,
0: B. side B. But it's a CD. This was like released on CD primarily, so it's different from our other albums where there was like actually a. Yeah.
3: Right. I guess. Yeah. It's tracks. Slipping seven, over, so. but yeah. yeah, it's like the midpoint. Yeah.
0: Um. Also, it's like I think it's like kind of a. Uh, <coughs> criticism on like consumerism and materialistic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah it's I, all I know, know,
2: interesting. Yeah.
0: The lyrics are actually the lyrics or the words. They're very. They'll, they'll grab you like yes. it's very sarcastic and it's and it is kind of funny the disconnected it's like it seems super sarcastic but coming from a, a like a robot just saying it it's um it has it kind of it really helps like hit hammer the home hammer home like the message like if like if you're a very like consumerist person you're kind of losing your soul so mm. like a robot saying all these things it makes sense Gotcha. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I didn't really. Another reference well, but... to pig,
2: and also yes. on, uh, Winks. on a lot of uh, posters and on on top of the OK Computer artwork in college dorms. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Pitcher. Okay, Moving Happier. on. More productive. More productive.
3: Okay, All right. This is electioneering. A pig. Danny's pick. In a cage. When I picked it, I said, uh, "Sounds political."
2: And it is one of the least uh, straightforward political songs that they have. It, oh. He and
0: uh, after like <laughs> uh, the robot says. A pig in the cage. Yeah, there's a tambourine that sounds like a a cage rattling, and I always like. Oh, cool! Heard that. Yeah. As a cage rattling. Go ahead. So, all right. So, this is this is a rock song.
3: Yeah. So, like immediately, you know, yeah. yeah, So, um, it stood out right away uh, for me. It's just like you know, um, this one, this one grew on me, maybe more than any of the other songs on the album. Like, like I, at first, you know, I was going through the album. This one came on. I was like, okay. I like this one more and more You know As the more times I listen to it It's just very Very cool I mean like Harder rock stuff I mean that's What I lean more towards In terms uh-huh. of In terms of rock music mm-hmm. uh-huh. Like it's just I love You know And, and then this is definitely that um, Driving guitar riffs It's just a badass song Um I feel like this would be A blast live to, to see To see this song I feel like this would be Really fun personally Yeah Um The final minute of the song Especially The final minute So cool Awesome. Yeah, yeah, It's very, very cool. Um, so lyrically, yeah, like you were saying, it's spoken from the perspective of a corrupt politician. At least that's what I think it is. I mean, it, um, like the lyric is, when I go forward, you go backward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom York explained in an interview that the lyrics were inspired from... Two different places. First was the writings of uh, uh, Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. Yeah. Chomsky, which he had been reading a lot at the time. Then also an ongoing joke with his bandmates that when they're touring, they're constantly traveling and shaking tons of people's hands. So they shaking tons of people's hands, so they feel like politicians. politicians. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, and he um, says
2: here, um, cattle prods in the IMF. So he's a big Ethan Hunt fan. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, right. <laughs> awesome. Um, I just
0: I wanted to get to the last minute. That's my favorite part of like, last minute. So cool. I really like it um, So like the riff is like more straightforward for for them I mean the whole song is like them kind of letting loose it doesn't have that same kind of electronic Element that the rest of the album has it's right. more of just like them like Letting loose having very really raunchy guitars. Yeah, but it's It's more of a stripped-down sound. Yeah. Yeah compared to, compared to the rest of the album. Yeah, a uh, um, specific
3: guitar thing that's coming up that I, I just I love yeah
0: yeah. it's really a really this, yeah, this yeah, part's very matador oh yeah I love this yeah, like, like they're about to kill the bull <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's then it fucking rocks
3: yeah then it comes back and then it's
0: yeah, it's, yeah uh, I
3: love the guitar tone it's very
0: cool um, it, Greenwood just showing off his chops. Yeah. Yeah. this noise rock chops. It's like one specific moment I love. It's like. Brandon, you said anything? Um, yeah,
2: this one was one where um, I've gone back and forth a lot of times.
3: This. Yeah. This reminds me of, like some like metal stuff I really like. <laughs> like, like, like. Yeah, like. Yeah, I love that.
2: I will say there are other songs in Radiohead's catalog that would go in this category that i prefer okay um but yeah i love the end of the song a lot
3: it's nice to hear them just let loose yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's that's, that's cool like part it. about yeah. the song yeah There's nothing lame about it I, I really like it
0: the last part's very very ghosty too
3: yeah that's um i mean it's pretty much all i had with that song i mean yeah I don't know if you guys have any have any more like cheneering cheneering o'connor oh uh, no yeah
0: okay ready uh, sorry, we got to put our cocks back in because we rocked out with them. So, <laughs> back in,
3: <laughs> cocks right. out, back yeah, cocks back in. It's track nine. Climbing this is climbing wall. up the walls.
2: This, this is you, is my pick. Okay. Um, ooh, that uh snare Danny, off no! snare. Oh
3: no,
0: Danny, I'm scared. I'm so scared.
2: Um, so. This was one where, uh, kind of like I talked about talked about with Let Down, but with for similar reasons for different reasons, um, it never kind of clicked to me. And um, I remember living in Roxbury in Boston, where I used to listen to this song on repeat um, for like a whole summer. <laughs> um, this was a big. This song was a big obsession of mine. Um, it's just so creepy yeah sinister oh, yeah. Mm. his voice the distortion on his voice and kind of like exit music for a film the end of the song um if I don't have tinnitus from this song from the amount of times I've <laughs> blasted this in my ears I would just rewind the last you know when we get to the strings and the, and the and the big climax yeah mm. it's just one of my um one of my favorite moments of music of all time
0: It's cool
3: i'm um, not gonna be coy about it Okay, (laughs) that's fine. Um, Yeah, yeah, the heavy distortion toward the end. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and his voice,
2: his guttural scream at the end is just yeah, it's just primal. Oh yeah.
0: I'm glad I didn't do a video for this song. Yeah, it would have been a little on the nose. (laughs) Even too cheesy or something. Um, the thing about the song, a little bit like you, I it wasn't one of the songs I was not super keen on the first time I. In the first few years of listening to this album But I've definitely grown to really, really, really like it a lot Um, It's a little more straightforward Like that synth riff is way more straightforward for them Yeah Uh, The progression's a little more straightforward Uh, But the production elements are what make this song really interesting Yep Uh Uh, Sounds like he has a muzzle on his voice Mm -hmm. You know, like It's distant, but it's distorted yeah. So it's like almost like it's too distorted that you can't even like. It, it feels like it's far away. Yeah. Um, there's something. I gotta say, there's something kind of emo about this song actually. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I could see if you're like really into like emo, and you you're like, oh, Radiohead, yeah, it's kind of cool. And then you hear the your song, and you're like, what? What is this? This is yeah. This is sick. Like I can see like this being like a gateway from the emo crowd into Radiohead. I'll bet. Uh, I'll bet Tony really likes Tony this song. Tony probably. Really loves the song. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's,
2: yeah. You know, it's spooky. It's emo. Yeah. And there's so. This was like one of the biggest forays into strings for them. So there was 16 different violins, um, accompanying really? these like quarter note stabs. And then especially in this last, oh, that makes me like it even more coming up. I didn't know that. That's um, awesome. And Tom worked in a. Tom worked in a in a mental institution when he was younger. Right. And so a song, another song he wrote, Mr. Magpie, later came about all this stuff. So here's this big, loud yeah, this. part. Oh yeah, it sounds like a saxophone. Yeah, You can't hear it clear right now through the system. Yeah, a guitar,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. It sounds uh, like a sax.
3: This one definitely grew on me too. Like, I liked it more and more every time I listened to this album. Um, there's a lyric like he says, "Open up your skull, I'll be there." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's so it's creepy. It's so evil. It's like, so it, creepy. It, it, it's creepy. Hear those yeah. strings.
2: This is the part. I mean, my ears have. Almost blood from this
0: song. Yeah. Oh, oh a little blood's coming out of it right now. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I think finally the song has finally done it to Brandon. He's deaf. I don't know. Yeah, the scream is amazing. Uh, who's there I, you want to I say about this? I would love.
3: To, do they do this song live? Because I would love to see. They that. They do. I've never would, seen it. I would love to see that. They did this song. Yeah.
0: I think Johnny Greenwood said like when he was. Doing the uh, score, he was very inspired by modern classical uh, composers, and he said that all strings on rock songs have sounded like Eleanor Rigby for the last 30 years or whatever. And he was like yeah. making a conscious decision to like oh, this, this. be not m- very melodic, right? Right. Very texture. <laughs>
3: yeah. So scary. I love the end yeah, of it. It's a very scary song. Yeah, it reminded me of. Like, like weird Black Sabbath stuff a little bit. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like del- the,
0: the screaming is like kind of Ozzy. Yeah. Like
3: yeah. so, I saw so I was definitely into it. Yeah, because I, I used to love that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. From or-
0: creepy to cute now.
3: <laughs> right. No surprises.
0: Um. So I uh, this is my one of my drafts. Uh. So this to me is the most straightforward, and kind of beautifully written melody on the album.
3: Yeah, I wrote that exact same note. Pretty like it, from a that, yeah. song
0: point, it's even more straightforward than uh, "Karma Police," right? Yeah. Yeah. But yes, it, it, actually, it actually reminds me of the bittersweet Neil Young, like a Neil Young song from the album "After the Gold Rush." Mm-hmm. I know Tom York's really big into Neil Young, and um, a cool thing about the song is that Who's the verses are stacked in the in the beginning of the song. I think he repeats the verse like a lot, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before he gets to the chorus, and um, it kind of lets you settle in this like really like pleasant, pleasant groove. Like he, and this I think is a very nice vocal from him.
3: Yeah, it, it's like creepy in a different way. Though. It is a little creepy because yeah, lyrically yeah. it's
0: actually a very depressing lyric. Right. right. Um, right. But it's so sweet. Yeah. And the, of course the vibraphone. Uh, very Christmassy Again yeah, yeah. Another Christmas <laughs> Another Christmas June. song <laughs> Yeah um, But it's It's kind of ironic That it's Christmassy Because yeah. uh, That's the time of year Where surprises Are the most welcome Like I want My surprise gift I feel like It's the time of year Where people are like Really into surprises So no surprises mm-hmm. Doesn't really work <laughs> Then being Well I mean It's again ironic Irony Yeah um, it's an amazing transition out of climbing up the walls. I know like, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Like, like, I was like, what? <laughs> it really shows it's the range right there. It's yeah. like when it
2: rains in the middle of the day, and then yeah. like the sun's still out, and it's nice out like after the
3: rain. Yeah.
0: like that. I'll, I'll dynamically here, it. it's so nice.
3: It's it's lovely.
0: <laughs> when the harmony comes in, I oh I love I love the harmony. I am sold when the harmony comes in. So Brandon, I definitely. I couldn't... This is the song.
3: I couldn't pinpoint it. I heard it. I was like, what do I know this song from? Westworld. This is in Westworld.
2: Is this in Westworld, too? I think it is. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I, if, I remember it's If
3: Exhibit. not Westworld, it's some movie I've heard this song in before. Like, I'm pretty sure it's in Westworld, though.
0: Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, The guitar look, the... That was inspired by... Beach Boys, wouldn't it be nice the guitar part in the beginning? Oh wow, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, kind okay. of similar Episode phrasing.
3: Two. Um, one of the lyrics is, is um, "I'll take a quiet life, a handshake of carbon monoxide." <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's darker subject matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, again, like it's. Yeah. I love the harmonies at the end. Uh, oh man, and that's Ed O'Brien. Yeah, yeah.
2: And that, that I love Ed O'Brien's harmonies.
0: Ah. <laughs> 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 Very good. Yeah, this part's very Neil Young, actually, super, super Neil Young. the the back the, the backing vocals. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about the song? Again? No, I, I, no surprises. Very again similar with uh,
2: Let Down. Where one that was skippable for me when I was younger, mm. but as I've uh, matured, uh, come to appreciate a lot more.
3: Yeah, I um. I like this one. Um, it's not a love, though. I like this This is one. the middle category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so well, I was right we'll about see. this. So I don't remember. I, I, well, we'll see. where I, I don't remember where I ranked it. But uh, the video, really <laughs> oh, I'm quick. saying,
0: like, you, this is one of the songs that you would put in the middle category. Well, how many? Yeah, but, you but... is said five. You said songs really you
2: love, songs you like, and songs you didn't. I think it is in
3: the middle. Ca- I, I don't remember. Okay. Anyway. Whatever. Uh, the video, uh, really quickly. This, yes. This one has a video, too. So... Um, I think this was was this a single? I think it was a single also, maybe not. Maybe uh, I, I I, it was a single. It, yeah, was this one of the five mm-hmm. singles? Yeah. Okay, so which makes um, sense. Yeah, it's uh, water filling up in a bowl. I think it's a bowl that Tom York is wearing on his head. That's yeah. the whole video. <laughs> it's just one shot of this water filling up, and he is like holding his breath. But then I, I don't really remember. But it's just it's a very weird video. It's
0: like the water's filling up, and he looks like he's holding his breath. He's like blowing, and then does it
3: the think, water. Leave after that? I think he pours it out and then starts singing with an empty bowl. Yeah. He okay. is like um, like singing through most of the video yes. too. Yeah. Um very strange. Um Yeah, stay tuned for a video of uh, our own <laughs> our, our own performance our own interpretation of that. Yeah.
0: Okay, next song.
3: Um okay. Okay, so this is
2: Lucky. This is track eleven. Um
3: this is Dan's, right? Yeah, this yeah. is my pick. So, this is the third single released uh, from the album. Oh, uh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, but only in France. It wasn't a single in the U.S. Uh, the Only okay. single in France. Dave, you good?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. It was. This was a single in France.
3: That's oh, it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, December of 97. Uh, third single. So, this was the... but Like we, we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, it's the first song recorded uh, right? right uh, for this album. So, in 95, uh, Radiohead, they were on tour promoting uh, their second album, The Benz. During sound checks for shows in Japan, Ed O'Brien made a high-pitched strumming sound. Uh, The band developed the sound into the song, and it became part of the set list on this tour. At the time, producer Brian Eno contacted uh, Radiohead to contribute to The Help album, a charity compilation organized by War Child to benefit children affected by the Bosnian War. Uh The Help sessions were to take place during a single day, September 4th of 95, and Rush released later that week. Uh, that day, the band recorded the song, Lucky, in five hours with producer Nigel Godrick. The band believed that Lucky was the strongest song they had written at that time. Unfortunately, they were ashamed that the single release flopped and didn't make any money for the charity. Really? Wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty depressing. But,
3: uh, so uh, that's some background with, uh, with, this, with the recording of this song. Um, what do you, what, you tell me what you guys think about this song
0: um, this is when I first this is like the song I always thought about the least Okay. when I would first hear yeah. this album again since it's been in my life this album's been in my life for so long things keep changing I appreciate songs I didn't like what you were saying Um there's always a few so when, going back to lyrics uh, there's always a few songs a few lyrics on this song that stuck out that always bothered me when you said, like, it's going to be a glorious day and I'm your superhero. I always thought those were kind of cheesy. Yeah. And But I think it's the song is supposed to be ironic. I forget. Yeah. I, w- um, I was going to say,
3: they're tough to gauge, the lyrics. Yeah. I've, I read them, and I you really... You can't take them as face to, value yeah, yeah. a lot of times. Yeah, like, I don't think it's about feeling lucky. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. No. Um,
0: um, we are
3: standing on the edge. Uh, oh, I have a quote from Tom York. He said, yeah. the history of our times calls to mind... Those Walt Disney characters who rush madly over the edge of a cliff without seeing it. The power of their imaginations keeps them suspended in midair. But as soon as they look down and see where they are, they fall. (laughs) So that's Uh,
0: really good um, interpretations of their own songs. It's it's always really funny images and (laughs) interesting. This Uh, chorus here. I love those like weird. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, that too. I, I like the like chorus. The chorus co- is cool. Yeah. Um, exactly that. The chorus, yeah. it, I always love the guitar part. Yeah. It's very hymnal. Um, yeah. And
2: but it, this song is a little uh Radiohead tricked by vibes for me, where it sounds like it should be one of their like
3: cool yeah.
2: songs. But um uh yeah. It's it's good. It's, it's, it's fine. cool.
3: Yeah. It's kind of western y. I think this was the song I drafted, and then Dave did fitter hat. Right. Yeah, it was the second I, uh, to last, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. I like this part. It's very not like
2: Radiohead. Yeah. yeah, I like sections of it, and I like even, yeah. I, this part is really cool.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Whoa.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, very churchy. Very yeah, that's what I mean. Churchy. It's very hymnal. It's so churchy.
3: Like it's. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's really churchy. <laughs> Ain't changing.
3: Yeah, yeah, changing. I um, yeah, that, like it. You know, definitely. You know, nothing to really love about it. I don't think, but um, yeah, changing. which will lead us right
2: into the last song, number twelve, "The Taurus." So I feel like "Lucky" is the precursor to this. This is the vibe out of these. Two. This is for me, um, another one that's like, it's a, this is an important one for me. I okay. I uh, I love this song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. Johnny wanted to make a slow song, like okay. a slow, and this was a slow song. Yeah, this is slow. And yeah. they don't ever rush it. It is just dragging, but it feels so big. And I just love the chord changes in the chorus um, and the harmonies that happen in verse two are are, are great.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And um, this is almost like a, a a thesis statement of Tom York's voice for me, this song because it makes it brings falsetto into. <laughs> The forefront of mm-hmm. '90s music, uh-huh. when it wasn't really a gigantic thing, um, and and but he even still gets a little gritty in the chorus when you know he opens up. So mm-hmm. it's just a really good everything that you love about Tom York's voice in this song.
0: Yeah, it's a great I mean, mood piece. Very like lazy, right? Very jazzy with the drums, like the brushes and it's kind of this, it, it. It definitely. Feels appropriate for the album. Yeah. But it's also very different in its own way. Like structurally, it's just so bizarre. Like, things just stretch out. I was just saying, like, you just want to make a slow song, but, like, chords stretch out. They don't, they kind of, like, turn over and mm-hmm. where you don't expect them to. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, a little bigger here. A uh, little bigger
0: yeah, that's here. A little bigger.
2: Yeah. And this is these chord changes.
0: It's kind of like oh, the. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, it, you know, like yeah. it kind of sounds like no surprises with the bells and like, right. the, Like the, the beautiful lushness of it, mm-hmm. but it's like the completely different cousin of it. I don't know. It's like, yeah. There's definitely like, you know, there's same kind of vibe, like you know, quiet and like reserves. Mm-hmm. But this is way more just different. I don't know. It's,
3: yeah. It's uh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. <laughs> that yeah, that is really the only note i wrote down uh for this song i, I think it's near a near perfect end to this album right? yeah I, I, I really do like yeah. uh, and i think it's regarded as that too like yes. critically like um like the end of the song is it, it's great yeah it's it, it's, yeah. it's a beautiful gorgeous sound and it's um you know we, we were I was talking earlier that some of the songs of the album i'm, I'm a little bored i it's not the case with this one. This one... Yeah,
0: very engaging.
3: Yeah, but yeah, super engaging. Like, you are just sucked in. You want to live... I, I want to live in this song. Like, yeah, I, yes. That's I, a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. travel in this song. Yeah, yeah. I, tourist. Totally. I yeah. To, yeah. This is another one that I, I just would... just want to,
0: like, learn how to get to know a city with a song, you know? <laughs> a foreign city. <laughs> you really want to meet a foreign city in a song. Like Boston. And
2: I I mean The amount of times I walked around the city Just Because I had to walk around A lot in between
3: classes And stuff Like listening to the song
2: It was just always One of my favorites
3: Yeah This is another song That I I feel like if I Were to see them live I'm a little fucked up It would be perfect You might cry uh, Right I might I might cry Like it's it's so beautiful I I love this Uh, The guitar Uh, The guitar Yeah the guitar Coming After this part Yeah Yes I always
0: think it's like It's searing guitar It sounds like it's like About the Burst the... I just hear like stars combusting. It's like, yeah, huge gashes, explosions. Mm-hmm. Idiots it's slow so down. So cool. Right here. It's right here, right? <laughs> would
2: you would you guys cover this at all? No, because I th- I was afraid to for being
3: too on the nose. Yeah, that, that, fair enough. Yeah. really good love the chord changes it's
0: a little like and they it's even very jazzy in, they, very steamy, they, they, steamy yeah
2: and they embellish it a little bit at the very end um yeah i mean okay yeah we're we're almost at the ranking so i mean, i'm very interested to see how yeah. this all shakes out
3: yeah we got to get to this end right here yeah yeah ah yeah the sweeping it comes in oh really good the vocals
1: That chord
3: Yeah They change it there oh. it yeah. it reminds His, vo- His vocals are perfect in that song too. Yeah like I, like I said I mean there's moments Where I'm like a little annoyed But I, this is He nails it This is good Yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of goes away That's yeah. Very cool
2: I think the last note to appear is a, yeah, the triangle. Phil,
3: yeah. Drum Phil Selway.
2: <laughs> the last thing on the album. I
3: remember, like, you know going through the album and Lucky's on and I kind of tune out a little bit and then this song comes on and I'm like, oh, this is also on this album? Holy yeah. shit. Okay, yeah, like, very cool. Um, can I borrow the cable? Oh, yes. Are you doing tour? Oh, shit. Sorry.
0: Uh, I know what he's doing. <laughs> crazy. Whole city going crazy. Turn the fuck up. Okay.
3: <laughs> All right. This is Danny's Grammys. Um, just go over the Grammy Awards really quickly for um, this album. So it's the 1998 40th Annual Grammy Awards, hosted by Kelsey Grammer. Actually. Oh my God! Yeah,
0: <laughs> Grammer does Grammys. <laughs> yes, right.
3: Wow. Uh, the Kelsey Grammys um, at Radio City Music Hall. Was it at the? Oh, I was gonna say, was it at the Kelsey Grammer C Theater? <laughs> Um, so this was nominated for Album of the Year at the at the 40th Annual Grammys. It lost to "Time Out of Mind" by Bob Dylan. Um, wow. wow! Yeah, it was uh, went up against "The Day" by Babyface, uh, "This Fire" by Paul Cole, <laughs> <laughs> uh, "Flaming Pie" by Paul McCartney and <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Lynne. That those were the ones out al- nominated for Album of the Year, hmm. so it lost. And also nominated for Best Alternative Music Performance. Um, So basically Best Alternative Album, Mm. and and it won. It won. It won. Yeah, it won that one. Went up against uh, Homogenic by Bjork. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Earthling, David Bowie, uh, Dig Your Own Hole, the Chemical Brothers, Mm. and The Fat of the Land by Prodigy. Cool category. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Danny's Grammys. Very cool. What is this? (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to talk about the tour really quick. Um, Oh, okay. Well, it's it's not just... Because um, I don't know if that there was a specific tour. I just have some notes about some shows they were doing at this time.
0: Okay. Okay, computer. <laughs>
3: okay, this is uh, "Paranoid Android" by the uh, Nordpool Orchestra. Let me fast forward a little bit. It's it's really cool. I listen to this. This is very awesome.
0: Oh, oh. Now, see, this is real jazz. <laughs>
3: Should I fast forward a little bit? Do we can hear more of the song?
0: No, this is cool. Okay. Okay.
3: So is your tour guide, Danny, here to uh, lead you through um, some Radiohead tour news um, in this era. So March of 96, the band resumes touring in the U.S. Uh, they appeared on both The Tonight Show, uh, which Tom York described as the highlight of our entire fucking year. That was the quote from Tom York when it? they were on The Tonight Show. That's cool. Um... So and with, with and, Jay Leno, right, and 120 minutes. Uh, new songs had an increasing presence on set lists for this tour. So it, it's before the album came out, but they were starting to do these songs, right. So um, among these were ones that would be on the band's third album, okay, Computer, such as No Surprises, Let Down, and Electioneering. They were doing so; they were starting to do these songs before the album came out. Uh, the tour also found York more willing to exercise restraint in his vocals and onstage mannerisms, and Greenwood more willing to improvise on established songs. Hmm. Um, J Hawk Kim wrote in the Chicago Sun Times, reviewing a performance by Radiohead at Metro Chicago, that their intense touring schedule, was more than 110 dates in America alone, has transformed it from a good live group into a great one. So, this is when they really started being just notable right. for having just an awesome live show. Um, they supported Alanis Morissette for 13 dates of her Jagged Little Pill tour. Okay. Um, they used the opportunity to hone their new material and rehearse new songs, including "Paranoid Android." Um, and then, in spite of Radiohead's sound being markedly different from that of Morissette, the audience reaction was tremendous, according to Mac Randall and Capital employee Clark Staub. They said, if they'd been allowed an encore, Radiohead would have gotten an encore, and they were the opener for Alanis Morissette. Shit. Um, it was silly money and it gave us a chance to work out everything live, Colin Greenwood recalled. <laughs> um, that and the strangely perverse kick out of being these five men in black scaring prepubescent American girls with our own brand of dark music. <laughs> uh, between recording sessions for OK Computer, York and Johnny Greenwood played a secret gig for Days in Confused magazine, performing three songs from the Bends and four new songs. Um... The band performed a preview of OK Computer in um, Lisbon in mid-May and marked the beginning of the Against Demons tour at the album's launch on May 22nd and May 24th um, in Barcelona. The setlist for the first Barcelona show at the Zealous Club included nearly every song on OK Computer, several from the Bends, and only you from uh, Pablo Honey. The show, which had three encores, garnered positive reception and a review in Mojo. After the Barcelona shows, the members were already showing signs of stress and exhaustion, particularly York, whose mood and conduct during interviews ranged from relaxed to highly irritable. That's pretty much all I got with this era like of, of shows and touring.
0: Cool, very fruitful period for.
3: Also, this this version of the band. Oh, right. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool.
1: <laughs> cool. All right.
2: All right, let's so do it. It's rank time. It's rank time. So, rank again, I want to preface this that I don't care if Dave gets mad at me. I don't care if Radiohead <laughs> fans get mad at me. This is my true, honest ranking. If I had a Last FM scrabbler still attached to my music listening habits, huh. uh, shout out to Last FM. I used to use that like crazy. Um, you know what that was? No. It was like a social media website that was attached to your iTunes and your iPod. So anytime you plugged your iPod, it would upload your stats uh-huh. and it would have like your most listened to artists, uh-huh. most listened to songs. It was called Scrabble.
0: Wait, uh, I, do, do you have the, um, the fan rating? Yeah, I'm going to do
2: that as we kind of go.
0: Oh, I like that. So we we'll go around and you will say the And I'll one? say what the cool. what, Very what, cool. what the person was. What was that?
2: What was that from? So on the Radiohead subreddit, I guess there's a thing that a lot of things do called Survivor Series where they vote on songs uh-huh. and and they go through like a whole thing. I don't really understand how they do it, but they put they rank them in order of uh-huh. what came out on top. So I'll read the rankings as we go. I'll also tell you if any any significant ah, significant differences happened in my rankings okay. as we go. I ju- I just want to make a note. I just changed something just now. Me too. I changed. I just a few changed something just during now during. Yeah.
0: I actually several times. Okay. <laughs>
2: um. Okay. So let's go. Um. With number twelve. Receiving one. What order do we want to go in?
0: Who goes first? What? Do, let's do Danny last. Let's do you first since it's your album. Okay. okay. I'll go in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Danny and then I, and then, then I, feel like I usually go first for this. So
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Like,
2: All right. All right. Um, yeah, I'm not going to hold any punches. I'm sorry. I have to still put Fitter Happier uh, last just because um, even though I like it, I'm. this is my ranking of in order of how I want to listen to them in a, in a dark room with headphones on.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Um, th- this is going to be the – I'm sorry to say this, Brandon. This is the biggest cut for you, and it's just because for whatever reason – I just don't drive with this song that much. Subterranean Homesick Blues is my number 12. <laughs> okay, I
2: mean, it's not my pick, so. I'm just like, I fine. know, but
0: you see, I'm sorry, I always keep calling it that. No, you just said it was the first song you really liked. Right. I really like it too. It's just, for whatever reason, it's 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 uh, something about it bothers me more than the other songs. Fair. <laughs> he's, he's heated. Um, no, I'm not. I'm,
2: not like, I, I'm so comfortable with my <laughs> rankings.
0: No, no, I just like to say you're heated. <laughs> I'm
3: a little more heated with that.
0: You, you liked it too.
3: No, more so because "Fitter Happier" isn't a song.
0: It's not a, it's not a song.
3: It's it's just an experimental that's, interlude.
0: I understand. It I'm saying uh, that's appreciated in time for me, and there are songs depreciated.
3: I don't. Weirdly, I, I, I don't I, hate any one of these songs. but right. I had to. I feel like I was obligated to put "Fitter Happier" last. That's, I understand because, that. I, like, how could you put something that's that that this band like craft actually crafted <sighs> together and like played as a band? Above what fitter, happier.
0: I just like the that's experience of it more, though. All right.
3: We, we, can't, we can't debate as we okay. do. We have to just do it. <laughs> yeah, Fitter, happier is number 12 for me. What do the people say? Dan, um, uh, also one point.
2: Uh, yeah, same thing. Fitter, happier, 12 for Reddit. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, coming in at number 11 with two points um, is electioneering. Okay. Um, that's never changed for me. Okay. Uh,
0: number 11 with two points, fitter, happier.
3: Number 11 for Danny is let down. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Two points.
0: That's a letdown. It was oh. a letdown.
2: Um, and number, like it. Number 11 in 11th place, Reddit, electioneering. Okay. Uh, coming in at number 10 with three points, Lucky.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Dave here. Number 10. All right, uh, Climbing Up the Walls, number 10. Mm. Awesome song, though.
3: Number 10 for Danny with, sorry, three points. Exit music for a film. Okay. Just got the boring songs out of the way. Climbing Up the Walls coming in at number
2: 10 also for Reddit.
3: All right. Um guys are big
2: Reddit guys. <laughs> uh, Number nine with four points. Mm-hmm. Karma Police. Could you state your name, please? Brandon. <laughs> Sorry. Brandon, four points, Karma Police. <laughs> for the listeners?
0: Okay. Davey.
2: Uh, number nine for me is Lucky. Please say how many points you are uh, awarding.
0: Uh, was that four points? Yes. Four points, four points for Lucky. I don't want
3: to fuck this up. Yeah, there's more songs than this song. Uh, so, okay. Number nine for She's da-
0: Lucky. <laughs> oh, we never said what
2: we were nominating.
0: No, we do that after. And after. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we did that before we okay. used to, but we changed it.
3: Okay. Um, okay. No, because that could influence. That could influence. Yes. Right, right, yeah, right, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh number nine for Danny with four points is also lucky.
0: Okay. It's gonna be lucky. I know it. So far. Reddit.
3: I think I'm in last place very clearly already.
2: Okay. So uh coming in in ninth place for Reddit is subterranean alien. Really? Um okay uh, coming in uh, at number eight with five points, this is Brandon Tuzio.
0: Airbag. Ooh, that's Jeez. that's the Jesus. Christ. That's weird. Okay, okay. Um, I don't believe
2: it too. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> I truly don't believe it. It's that. more about uh that song to me, kind of like you said with Subterranean. It it it's more about production than song. I love the production, but it, it's as a song, it doesn't hold up for me.
0: Okay, I still don't believe it. Eight. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Eight for me. Karma, please. How was- many points? Uh, five points.
3: Thank you. Eight for Danny here. Also, Karma, please.
2: How many points? Five. Five points. I'm I sorry. just want
3: you to say it every single time. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I understand. Five points.
2: Okay. Coming in at number seven for me, Brandon. With
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. What did the people say?
3: Oh,
2: sorry. Uh, for eighth place, the tourist. Uh, okay. Coming in at number s- seven. Stupid. With six points, this is Brandon, no surprises.
0: Okay. I see what's going on here. Number (laughs) number seven (laughs) for Dave, exit for a film. Uh, Sorry, six points.
3: Number seven for Danny, getting six points is no surprises.
2: Okay, and number seven for Reddit is Lucky. That's so weird that Lucky is that high on Reddit. That is weird. Yeah. Um. Okay, coming in at number six, this is where the world destroys me, Paranoid Android. How many points? Seven. Okay.
0: Okay. It's Brandon has is, is okay. has an agenda. Yeah, I know nope, what's going on here. I really don't. Influenced by. Okay, never mind. Number <laughs> six. <laughs> number six for me is Electioneering. That's wow. uh seven points.
3: Number six for Danny with seven points is climbing up the walls. Seven points. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> okay. Number six is airbag for Reddit. Okay. Weird. Um, okay. Coming in fifth place with eight points is subterranean homesick alien.
0: Um sorry, number 5 for me with how many points? 8. 8, eight points. Let down.
3: Number 5 for Danny with 8 points is electioneering. Okay. Coming in 5th place on Reddit is karma police.
2: Okay. Coming Overrated. In, <laughs> yeah. Uh coming in at number 4, uh, uh, definitely, with 9 points is the tourist.
0: Okay, uh, number four for Dave. Um, <clears throat> nine points. Nine points, airbag.
3: Number four for Danny with nine points is Subterranean Homesick Alien.
2: Okay, coming in.
0: Up to... Fourth place oh, like for yeah.
2: um Reddit is Exit Music for a Film. All right, coming in third place... That's ridiculous. Coming in... <laughs> Third,
3: <laughs> it's the most, most snooze-boring shit. No, I, I do like it. I, sorry, go ahead.
2: Coming in third place <laughs> is my former number one song. Wow. Getting ten Th- points. Third place. Third place, exit music for a film. Okay. Uh,
0: Number three for Davey is The Tourist. That's uh ten points. I have to say, I
2: really thought you were going to hate that song in particular. I don't know why. Uh
0: N- not, not gonna even say anything right now.
3: <laughs> Hold on. Number three for Danny, this was my switch too. I, I moved this up just now. Okay. The tourist. It was it was I think it was it was either fourth or fifth for me. Number three for Danny, ten points, okay. the tourist.
2: Number three for Reddit is no surprises. Uh number <sighs> Stupid. Number two No, it's a good song. Number two for me, getting eleven points is climbing up the walls.
0: Uh, number two for me is uh, Davey. No surprises. That's uh, 11 points. Wow.
3: I, you I, love that one. I
0: fucking love that song.
3: Um, That's a really good song. Number two for Danny with 11 points is Paranoid Android.
2: Okay, and number two for Reddit is Let Down. Okay. And uh, my number one is Letdown with 12 points. I think it's a perfect song.
0: Number one for me is Paranoid Android. I guess it's a stock choice, but it's so brilliant. It's too, it's too brilliant to not put to put number eight or what did you? I don't know that. Eight
3: number six. Number
2: one. It for, went up one spot in my ranking.
3: <sighs> number one for Danny with twelve points is Airbag. Airbag. I fucking Airbag love too. that song. That song. Oh man.
2: And yes, yeah, Paranoid it's Android. So kick ass.
3: Airbag Reddit, is so cool. Number one.
0: All right, I'm heated. <laughs> no, not really. But I, I, I... Your top four is your own songs.
2: I said at the draft that the draft went exactly the way that I wanted it to go. Those are my four... Every single time I rank this album, those are my favorite songs.
1: All right, fair enough.
2: I never go out of my <laughs> way to listen to Paranoid Android. I didn't
3: even catch that. I came in very clearly last, I'm pretty sure.
2: So should we talk about what we nominated while I'm calculating?
0: I'm sure.
3: Um, well, wait. Yeah, what,
0: what, what's her noms for the 70s albums?
3: Our, um, <clears throat> I think clearly what we need to do first, kick it off with a bang, is the album Brandon has said already. I don't want to do any other album. Who is that? Stevie uh, Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life.
0: Okay, that's fair. Uh, that's not my nom, though. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to do... I don't think we should <laughs> do
3: anything else. Okay, but no, your- Brandon's going to win. He's going to nominate what he wants. That's my nomination. I think we should definitely do it.
0: All right. Well, for me, I I, I wanted to do that Wings album, Ban on the Run. <laughs> oh, that's
3: I, a, that's I would a, enjoy that. Yeah, that's no, a, no, 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 it's no, a, no, a fun no, no. one for us. That's a really great. I just think Brandon. I just think had a really good idea. I forget what episode he said that we should. That is do a great one. On. though.
0: that wasn't gonna be like my maybe my second nomination. I just for I need to
3: return. We need to go back to 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 the vibe I, I like. We, yeah. we need to go back. We, we had fun with your Radiohead stuff, and now we need. <laughs> we, we Stevie Wonder. I look through, but here's the thing: I look through, like the highest selling albums of the '70s, like mm. All Hundred. I like, I just, uh, I I read them, and I was yeah. like, oh, I would, I probably enjoyed doing any one of these. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of good like, there's
3: like so much cool cool stuff. Brandon, what what is your? novel? I thought about I thought about maybe Eagles. Oh, it's easily songs in the key of life. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent on board. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's gonna be a two part episode. Yeah, it has. It's to be. so long. Yeah, it's two. It's double double album.
2: Dave, you are not and, on board for that? No, I am. And actually, um, with the four like bonus songs, it makes it twenty one, which is divisible by three.
0: So yeah. All right, there we go.
3: All right. Because Brandon won, I mean,
0: right? I think he did. Let's see.
3: But either way, me, the odds are in our favor because we both nominated the same album. Yeah. Um, I don't feel strongly enough about anything else for now. I, I for seventies albums, yeah. If we,
0: I was thinking maybe we'll do like three albums in the seventies since it's like more stuff we like. Yeah, yeah. So there's so many different things we can do. That album, the second time around. Okay, that's fine. But I, I didn't want to do the Wings one. No, I would enjoy no, that, that too. That's
2: <laughs> a great. I, I didn't even think of that, but that's. And I think you did even say that.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's so many different directions we can go, and we could do like disco. I mean. Bee Gees. Bee Eagles. Bee You could do Eagles. Uh, Bruce. He yeah,
0: has some good shit. I
3: know. We could do that. I would do that.
0: Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Ba-na-ba-na. Oh, yeah. Fleetwood Mac rules.
3: R- rumors.
1: All
2: right. Coming in in third place is Dan. Yeah, of course. With 60. Coming in a second is Dave with 83. Oh. And 91 for me. Listen, even if I ranked. Paranoid Android number one, it wouldn't have helped at all because you had Fitter Happier, so you were screwed no matter what.
1: Yeah.
0: I still think it's... Fu- I, I almost don't believe it, though. That's the thing. I just don't believe that those are your f- f- top four. Uh, I mean, but it, it's, listen, it's okay.
2: But it's really true. It. I thought about it long and hard,
0: and... I think there almost should be <laughs> a rule against not putting all your songs in the top four. All you guys said this whole weekend, no... <laughs>
3: Rank them rank them as you want them. As you like them. This is how I like the sauce. No, yeah, I mean... Listen, we can't prove collusion, but it's there. What
0: if we all did that? Then no one would win. Oh, actually, yeah, someone Someone would win. Yeah. It's fine. But I just don't believe you, so... But that's cool. And actually... But I love CB Wonder, so let's do it. So there we go. Songs in the Key of Life. All right, I'm pulling it
3: up. Get the uh, draft music.
2: Okay, um... The first pick in the draft is Davey. The second pick in the Listen, draft.
0: Listen, don't give me first just because I'm heated and you feel bad. Let Dan have the first I pick. <laughs> I don't feel bad at all.
2: <laughs> I didn't give you a hard time for you ranking one of my least favorite songs, my favorite song, like, last.
3: Uh, i have a hard time keeping track.
2: Team seven. <laughs> team seven is pick number two uh brand is pick number three team four is pick number four team eight is pick number five and then danny is pick number six
3: i i I don't understand what that means because you have
2: to put eight teams in the in the thing there's definitely other websites you could be using well it doesn't matter so it's dave dave me and then you songs in the key of life
3: okay so i I, okay
2: so uh, do you guys want to do the four extra to make it a even 21
3: okay
0: Hold on. What Those came it? out on the original release, right? Uh, um, did it? 21 songs, right? It came out okay. is a special edition version of the original LP. Okay. So it's like it's part of the original album. Yeah, let's just do it. And
2: yeah. An yeah. Extra, Something's extra, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: That means we have f- six altogether or five? Seven? Seven. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
2: Jesus. It's definitely going to be a two-parter.
0: Dun, dun. How do you? How we're gonna rank? Twenty-one songs is me insane. This is gonna be hard. <clears throat> this
2: is gonna be another one. Where it's like, do you draft like, for winning or for favorites? Because I know Dave and I have some, shared.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that. Yeah. There's. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we all we're gonna think is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So it's my turn first. Yeah. You guys ready? mm
3: mm-hmm. No. All right, I'll, I'll just try and keep track mentally. Fuck it. All right, let's, let's do it. All right, so it's Dave, then Brandon, and then me? Yeah. All right, go ahead, Dave.
0: Uh, Dave, here. Um, knocks me off your feet. Knocks me off my feet? Knocks me off my feet. Yep. Yeah, that's my favorite song. <laughs> um,
3: all right, so Dave's going to win. <laughs> no, all well,
2: right. No, sorry. I'm just kidding. Um... I'm gonna go. I wish. Ah,
3: <sighs> 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 yeah, that was mine. Right, so I said two picks for Danny here. Mm-hmm. I'll go. Isn't she lovely? And a- another star. Now it's back to Brandon. Okay, I am going. Summer soft.
0: Dave gets two. I'm gonna do. Uh, pastime paradise, and ordinary pain.
3: Um, as. Hey. I'll do Sir Duke. Danny. Um we haven't seen the the third pick in the draft. Uh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's too it's too confusing. Um uh. Love's in need of love today. Please st- No. Okay. Yep, cool. Uh contusion. That was Brandon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh Dave here. I'm Con- gonna do uh, Contusio. I'm going to do Black Man, and I'm going to do uh, Have a Talk with God. So it's seven songs each? Yeah.
3: How many, Dave, how many do you have now?
0: Five. Okay.
3: I'm going to go Village Ghetto Land. All right, so I'm at a point where I I don't know what's left, and I don't know what to do. Um, um, It's... I right, I'll, I'll just All go. of
0: so all the EPs is, is left. And so is Joy Inside My Tears. Uh nin, I can't say the word. I am singing. Right. And if it's magic.
3: I don't I, I think Saturn hasn't been picked yet, right? Yeah, no it hasn't. Anything on the EP? Yeah. What's the e- What do you mean the EP? Like something. 18 through 21. I'm looking at it at disc 1 and disc 2. Okay. okay. Um I'm going to do Saturn. Danny. Uh <laughs> All Day Sucker. Oh, damn. Okay, so back to Brandon.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go Joy Inside My
0: Tears. Uh, Davy here. Last, my last picks here, Ebony Eyes. And then I will also do Easy Going Evening.
2: Okay, then I am going to go I Am Singing.
3: So what's left for me,
0: Danny? If it's magic, if it's magic, okay. We all have seven, right? Yep. Oh. Seven. Okay. All right, it's gonna be a riveting monster. stuff. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <Those>. <laughs> a four-hour a, a episode. Quiet <laughs> auction, like oh yeah. <laughs> quiet, <know."> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going it's to be, be a doozy of an it's episode. It's gonna be, be a triple episode. Yeah. Uh, so seven songs each. Lordy. Um well that's
2: that's been albums. Goodbye nineties. Hello seventies. Yeah, that's right. Goodbye
0: nineties.
3: Yeah. Were your very best albums. Oh
0: we're so sorry. We oh we hate we we'll do definitely hate. do three. We should definitely do three. Yeah, definitely do three in the seventies.
3: Yeah. I'm very excited to explore better music. Um but over oh, so your guys' predictions. Do you remember what my rank, my rankings were compared to your guys' okay computer?
0: um i not really don't really remember but it'll be fun <laughs> to listen back to listen. should we listen back right think, now and then figure it out
3: i think you thought i wasn't gonna like the taurus as much as i did right brandon and um i don't, I don't remember who cares i said all that right. you were gonna like uh But should we
0: listen to it really really quick why not
3: sure all right okay hold on. Some we're more, pausing more editing for you guys
0: uh so
3: basically can we just listened back, to listen back, to
0: the back the and uh we can forgot, but uh so I think I was only right about you not liking letdown.
2: And we both said he would like Paranoid Android. Right, we both
0: said that. Yeah. Um My Brandon second, second song. said he would like letdown, he was wrong with that and he said that he wouldn't like I said I. Oh, I also thought you would not like climbing up the walls. You really liked it.
3: Yeah, it was. It was. I ranked it sixth, so it was in that like the middle. L- that middle. I. Like, I liked it. Probably didn't love it. I liked it. Right. Um. You, Dave. You thought I was gonna like Karma Police more. I thought you would. Yeah, it was kind of whatever about Karma Police.
0: Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you liked the ones you liked. <laughs> all right. Do so you guys know me? Not that well. <laughs> Pretty well. That's all we learned today. So. Um.
3: But um. Brandon I wanted to give you more shit throughout the episode, but I, I really did enjoy listening to this album. But okay. I will I will say in terms of revisiting, I would just rather listen to other stuff, probably. I mean, this is one of my most <laughs> not revisited Radiohead albums. Oh, okay. I'm definitely curious yeah. about other Radiohead stuff for sure. I, I there's definitely a curiosity there, especially with, you know, later stuff. Um, revisiting this album, probably not for a long time. Um, I want I wanna listen to more current things. What do you the think Dan's next move would be?
0: Because uh, uh, I would say we should, should be. Do you know in, what in I like? Rainbows? Rainbows. I think you might like in Rainbows. Yeah, I want to listen to that for sure. Um, yeah, for this album, like, I was actually glad we did this album because I haven't heard it in a long time, and it was really fun re listening. Um, but yeah, personally, this is like a a middle tier album for me. Mm-hmm. I would put the Benz, Kid A, and Rainbows. King of Limbs. Yeah. Hail and, to the Thief. All above.
2: And again, the reason those four songs are the ones I like, that's what the stuff I love, like that dark sound of King of Limbs and Hail to yeah. the Thief, like that stuff, that's just what they do later. So those kind are of, the, yeah. why the songs, that's why I revisit those. Um, although a lot of the stuff on In Rainbows, I don't know if Dan would like, because he didn't like, like Let Down is like a pretty so- Like, I don't know. Some of the stuff on, is like slow so I don't know, he may like it. I think
0: he would like it because it's like slow jam, vibey stuff. That's true, yeah. He would love nude a lot. And it's like gorgeous vocals. I, I think you, you would like it because it's like not as whiny. and Yeah. I I mean, you, you wouldn't, I don't know. We'll and you say. would
2: love Body Snatchers because you love electioneering. I mean, that would
0: be a fun mini. We'll just like have you listen to an album and then you talk about it real quick. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That
3: would be cool. <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs>
0: Okay, cool. Right, uh, signing off. Signing off. Uh, been, we'll uh, see uh, you in the Very 70s. best
3: albums. See you in the 70s. Thanks <laughs> <Okay>. for listening. best <laughs>
0: albums.
3: Albums. Bye. Bye. Bye.